You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like, I want to I get a pair myself. Like, I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and, you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're 25 bucks, and, uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey, guys. Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently. and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that. But what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I'll tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy. I like playing games. I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it's, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
back, baby. Uh, we're back. We're back stronger than ever. I've given you lives. Isn't the whole point of this show to have conversation? 100% for comedy. Friendly room. What a weird game of chicken that is. This guy's sharp. He knows everybody's name in this room. We've been doing fake radio since 2006. Man, tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo hello everybody indeed welcome to the program episode 3312 of the award-winning podcast never not funny we welcome you in here on a beautiful 75 degree day here in sunny southern california big storm coming this week though mm-hmm. starting wednesday i believe the first they're calling it the big the first big storm of the year they're saying Meanwhile, I believe this year we've had a hurricane. We've had uh, other things that have happened. But this isn't even, in the, they're calling it another one of those tropical rivers or whatever the hell they call it. Yeah. It's not even the first one of those. And right. I guess maybe it's going to be worse than that last one. But I guess we'll find out on Wednesday. It's El Nino. Uh, it's El Nino. Strong El Nino. The boy. Year. All right, the boy. Uh, we're also dealing with, uh, remember years ago when they shut down the 405 for a weekend, they called it Carmageddon. Yes. And it, it, did, it did not become Carmageddon because everybody followed the rules. Everybody just kind of stayed home, avoided the 405. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the 10 freeway, as you know, is closed. Yeah. yeah. And it was closed indefinitely uh, because of a fire that destroyed an overpass. Uh, and so we are, we are truly now, we, we are living in a Carmageddon because... All those cars that cannot be on the 10 are using surface streets to get mm-hmm. around. And so everything is clogged up. People have to go, you know, to, uh, you know, if you're trying to get downtown, you've literally got to get on the 10 to go west to get on the 405 to come to the 101 yeah. to circle around. Mm. Uh, and I did see this. Maybe you guys saw this, too. So maybe this won't be as much fun. Uh, but maybe you didn't see this. So this will be fun. How many cars do you think go uh, uh on the uh over this overpass mm-hmm. how many cars a day go over this overpass did you see it in the article i, I didn't, didn't see it the, i did okay I, I did not so uh, i can i can guess garen did you uh, see it i did not all right so all right. matt you go ahead and guess now first of all remind this this overpass is downtown right it's downtown downtown los angeles right around alameda street okay um, seventy. <laughs> that's a good guess that's a good guess <laughs> now i'm gonna say um this is per day. Yeah, per day, I'm going to say, uh, I don't know, uh, 14,000. 14,000 cars. All right. All right, Garen. <sighs> so this is downtown. That could either be very low or very high. I have no I have no context. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. I'll reveal it. I see, I, I'm interested to see if Elliot uh, read the same information okay. I read. Mm-hmm. Is this the part of downtown where the folks are broke? <laughs> I don't know what that lyric is, but I'll say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go along with that. I don't know. Is I that thought everything it? is safer downtown. What is that? I don't know. What, 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 what are you I'm doing? singing downtown, the classic. Oh, yeah. The little shop. Down, downtown. Uh, oh, you're singing a little shop. I would Very say nice. half a million. Half a million. 500,000. In yeah. one day. In one day. <laughs> yes. That's your guess? Guy that doesn't <laughs> yes. own a fucking car? Yes. <laughs> I just read that the I-10 is the number one traffic freeway. Oh, is that, did you read that? You little research during this game? <laughs> no. Literally, as I was about to tweet about the letter game, that was the first thing I was showing on, on Twitter. You're a cheat. I'm not a cheat. You're a cheat. You're cheat. one of the biggest cheaters. <laughs> oh, my no, God. Sir. Wow. wow. <laughs> you, you, you may or may not have hit that. <laughs> that couldn't have been a worse surface to try to make it. That did nothing. Point. He you just might, punched a very soft couch arm. Or you might as well have thrown a cotton ball at us. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's what that was. Uh, Ellie, do you want to tell them? Uh, tell, first of all, tell them who's closer. 
Uh, Garen is closer. Garen is closer. What number did you read, sir? I saw 300,000. 300,000 cars a day. Jesus. That's what I saw as well. Wow. 300,000 cars a day. That's a lot. That doesn't seem possible. Right? I'm with you. Is that you a, got a lot of, of driving? There's a lot of driving happening in Los Angeles. Well, I mean, look, we have how many people? How many people are in Los Angeles? Is, I'm gonna go with that guess. Seventy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's ten. Are we ten million? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. In the whole. Yeah. So, so you figure three hundred thousand is not a real big percentage of that ten million, and people are going one way. I mean, it's one hundred fifty thousand each way. One one would imagine. Oh, I would imagine it's three hundred thousand total. Right. So one hundred fifty thousand yeah. each way. In other words, you go out in the morning. That's one hundred fifty thousand, and then one hundred fifty thousand back coming back. So, so, or are they? Is it three hundred thousand unique users? Well, that's yeah. Well, uh, well I mean, they, I, I, how would they calculate that? Uh, I'm sure they calculate this in some. Way. Oh, you mean unique? Yeah, because they just usually put those the you know the rubber tube down right. and then whatever rolls over it, they know. Something yeah, they don't know if I'm doing it twice. Yeah. Maybe I'm getting off at that exit ramp and then you're circling back. I actually think it's the same guy three hundred thousand times every day. <laughs> just some guy that just keeps getting caught in a loop doing donuts. Uh, I mean, sometimes I've gotten lost trying to get to the you know like the convention center or something. I'm so, sure I've I'm sure I'm four of those. Oh, there's no doubt I am. It's a little rough over there, <laughs> yeah. grand and yeah, and the uh, one way streets. And, oh, it's a disaster down there. This is making it. I mean, now those one way streets you think of, which are by the way single lane. Hmm. are now clogged with 300,000. They're all... So, you know, use public transit is what I'm saying. Yeah, sure. If you can. I do have an update. Oh, we got an update. Uh, it's 17 cars. Officials <laughs> have said that President Joe Biden has been briefed on the closure. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Gary. He is aware. He Gavin Newsom declared a, 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 a... State emergency. State emergency, yeah. Hmm. I mean, it, that, that seems a little extreme, but he did come and look at it, so I guess there's that. So what did he see? Yeah. What did, oh, what did he see that we're not privy this is to? An emergency. Oh my God, the smoke. I mean, there, there uh, could be. I'm trying to think. Is it going to be better or worse for smog? Well, it's going to be better for, for the cars not going oh, over. Oh, I mean, because they're sitting and idling yeah. longer. Yeah, still driving. Yeah. If the more cars are in traffic, the worse it is. So if it takes longer to commute because that's not there, then that would make smog worse. But I don't think that that's why it's a, an emergency. It's. I'm very very grateful that. And look, that it's one of those things. I, from what I understand. Uh, in the half article that I read, that if the rebar is uh, not affected by the fire, that it'll be an easy fix. Mm. But if they have got to, if they got to deal with the rebar, then that will be a rebuild, and it's looking like that may be the case. And then that's going to be months. So what happened? A, a truck engine caught on fire underneath no, it, or what happened? It was. Uh, there's a storage. As as there are in a lot of underpasses, there's a storage. Right. Unit of some sort. Right. Some people are trying to blame the homeless. I don't, it doesn't seem like that's true. That is not true. I it, believe it's the storage shed or something. Caltrans like. owns the property and they had rented out to somebody who was in arrears, had not paid their rent in quite some time. Oh, so they? you think it's arson? Oh, I don't uh, know if that's interesting. I mean, I guess that's possible. I hadn't thought about it that way, but it, definitely whoever it was was somebody who wasn't, uh, you know, particularly responsible at this point. We are not. I'm, I'm going to say so we're not Jimmy Dore. We're not journalists here. We're, no. we're a comedy show. <laughs> yeah. But I think once for a change, we should be a journalist. Let's send Cub reporter Garen Cockrell down uh, to get some uh, to get some answers. Let's, yeah. let's uh, get him on some of that public transportation. Get him. Right. on. Yeah. Get him, uh, and then uh, on Thursday, he can report back to us because he's not going to get there in time for the uh, <laughs> That's the when the he'll show. get back. Yeah. <laughs> Just in time for the next show. It. Uh, yeah. So it's some weird uh, some fire that then uh, destroyed this overpass and, yeah. and, and both ways. And they're trying to figure out like can they go to one lane can they right you know but again it's uh i know that this makes who gives a shit if you're listening to us in australia yeah. uh but we uh you know we talk about our lives here that's what we do here on the beat 
<laughs> wow. Uh, oh, Garen's got another. More than 160 firefighters from more than two dozen companies responded to the blaze, which spread across eight acres. Yes, eight acres. What the fuck? Oh, I, wow. I'm I not picturing that. this correctly then. I the thought equivalent was... of about six football fields. Holy shit. And which... then if you see the photograph, you, you're like, how, how the hell did that happen? Yeah. It's, it's really... It's bananas. That's crazy. You know, meanwhile, a whole island uh, burned on Hawaii, and we're like, oh, you yeah. Know, uh, yeah, things happen. <laughs> uh, Jay Leno got involved. Yeah, you know, things happen. <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? I mean, listen, fire, you know, my, my act is on fire. I'll tell you that. Maybe said the other day it's on fire. Never been funny. I heard, uh, I heard Jay, that you thought that this would be a good topic, a seasonal topic for, for jokes. Oh, I do. Fire uh, the Freeway. Oh, listen, you know, pumpkin spice, you go with that, or you can end up with, you know, everything's a blaze. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm saying a blaze. Fire season. Is that important? Maybe. That's very, oh, you know, it's safety. That's Smokey the Bear. <laughs> um, speaking of comedy, and mm-hmm. we kind of were there talking about Jay. Yeah. Uh, we, weren't, we weren't doing it, but we weren't, <laughs> certainly weren't providing any. Uh, we did uh, pop culture over the weekend yeah. over there at the UCB Theater. Another uh, uh, Matt, you, you weren't there, of course. Yeah, uh, you were busy at home. I guess watching some live stream. You told me previously. <laughs> Well, uh, in between uh, taxi services, yeah, that's all. That's my my whole. My wife and I both. Our lives are just uh, driving people one place and then picking them up into another place. You got to get them a car. That's the. I know. That's the answer. But then I'll tell you something. Insurance is going to kick you in the balls, brother. Well, they're also not old enough. But I was wondering if golf carts have a lower age. Of- oh, that's a great question. <laughs> Do you, can you can you drive those in Burbank? Uh, for I've seen place? I've seen someone drive around in a, in a golf cart in Burbank. <laughs> yeah, one person. <laughs> there's like one. I haven't seen them in a while, but yeah, there's one resident. That just uses a golf cart as their like sort of well, you know what? daily driver. Why not? If you're like, not going very far, it makes sense. They do it in the springs. But it's like, you know, it's oh, obviously it's like a golf cart. It's open. It's yeah. got a back seat. It's like a, oh, it's one of those. It's like a stretch golf cart. Two seater. <laughs> yeah. Four seater rather. Yeah. What, uh, so where you're carting Zoe about, you're saying that she is close enough sometimes that, that a golf cart uh, could be a, yeah, sometimes. a, a good purchase. Let's, let's do it. I, also, I've seen a kid that goes to the same high school as her. Every day I see him, he's on one of those. It's just a normal mountain bike that he has retrofitted into an e-bike. Yeah. And it scares the shit out of me every time I see him because he rides around on it like, you know, he's riding in the in the street. Yeah. Not in the bike lane even. And I'm like, bro, you're... But they can't go... They're usually limited, so they he can't goes. go faster than... than like, when I, when I was going downhill, when I was going to high school on my bicycle, yeah. I, I clocked it and it was about 30 miles an hour, yeah. right? A bike can't go any faster than that, really, and so that's, that's my concern. <laughs> but 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 like an e-bike, they're they're limited to like twenty five. That's still fast but on a bicycle. It looks yeah. fast when he's going. It he's, looks and like he's, he's zipping going through traffic. This kid, yeah. this kid's an asshole. <laughs> I'm mostly worried about the, the tires because the tires aren't really rated for oh. motorcycle. He's basically riding a mo- a moped, but yeah. with bicycle tires. But that's, I mean, if if you did that in your family, you could solve that problem. If the, yes. if the tires oh, yeah, you could, you could put, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't get a regular bike in retrofit. I would just get a, a you'd e, buy an e-bike. any bike. Yeah. But I mean, there's there's all sorts of, like in in Holland or something like that's where they kind of came up with this, where you could switch your front wheel out for a, a wheel with a with a hub motor in it. Yeah, and they've been doing it for decades, and it's been pretty much okay. I mean, I realize that the traffic over there is different, and they're, and they're bike oriented, but. I just think this guy's he's going to blow a tire. No, it's yeah. going to be the end of it. Uh, you know, I'm going to stand by what I said about this. This kid's an asshole. <laughs> I, I do have some golf cart info. Oh, all right. Oh. What do you got, Karen? In general, golf carts are considered low-speed vehicles in California, which means they are only allowed on streets with a speed limit of 35 miles per hour or less. All right. That's reasonable. Can that get her to where she needs to go? Sometimes. All on right. these types of roads, you generally do not need a driver's license to operate a golf cart. Oh, wow. <clears throat> How much are they? Three thousand? Yeah, a few thousand bucks probably. Twelve thousand? Maybe five or seven. Some of the nice ones would be twelve. 
Well, I'm getting Zoe's not getting a shit golf cart, dude. <laughs> but when you think about like, you know, when your kids are about to drive, you're like, oh, I want them to be in a, a car that's safe, you know, that has airbags and all this stuff. You couldn't get a less safe vehicle than a golf cart. Oh, no. You might as well just put her on a, you know, a, one of those lime scooters. Yeah. It's, it's there's no protection anywhere. Um, and if you tried to give it protection, it would not function anymore because it'd be too heavy. Yeah, it weighs it down. It's a it's a big mistake. Gary, get bad dress of the price of that, or do you have it already? Uh sixty eight forty nine ninety eight at familygokarts.com. Six, seven thousand dollars. Seven thousand five hundred. They kinda of range. Elliot's right, depending on size and whatever. All right, range. don't isolate that about Elliot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, I had I did have I had not every intention, but I had some a handful of intentions to go to Pop Culture on Saturday. And then it just didn't work out because of all this other well, shit. Well, I'm going to tell you something. There wouldn't have been room for you. It was, uh, I would have yeah. stood in the it was like match game days yeah. where like literally there was somebody sitting an inch behind my podium. Like I, <laughs> I had to slide in between their knees and my podium. Wow. And right in front of my podium were two seats. Three, wow. I'm sorry, three seats. It Jesus. was jammed. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was Oscar Nunez who filled in for uh, John Hamm at the last minute. Yeah. Uh, Janet Varney and, and John Ross Bowie, and it was a it was a home run. These yeah, the three of them it. were hysterical. I did you know what I do, which is uh, some people seem to say is funny, and um, it it was just great. It was a great show. And the uh, that UCB, I said it after we did the last one. There is something magical about that stage where mm-hmm. they just uh, the second I walk out, it's and it, and it's not never not funny fans. There's a few, mm-hmm. but it's those young UCB people that waited in line. Some of them disappointed that John Hamm wasn't there, but mm-hmm. uh, laughing the second the show starts and they're in on it. They, yeah. just great. I mean, the uh, I, I will tell you the audio and video was a little subpar. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was very lacking. But uh, <laughs> and I'm going to talk to uh, the, the theater about whoever's running that up there because that was a very it was a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the show was so smooth, except for that. Actually, all joking aside, Ellie did a great job, and yeah. a kid named Justin was up there with him. I think it was our first perfect show. There was there were no technical issues in that show. There were, you're telling me there was problems on the first show at the UCB. There's always like one thing where it's like I cover it, so the audience may not notice. But there's always like one thing where I'm like I wish I could have done that, or mm. that had a stutter start, or whatever. Uh, no problems. All right. Well, uh, and again, people seem to enjoy it. Uh, my yeah. friend, I uh, got to see my friend AJ Lentini, who I had not seen uh, in a while. I'm in a fantasy baseball league with him, and uh, we did comedy together back in Chicago. And he and his wife Hillary came, so it was nice to see them. Cool. And then uh, some. Uh, there were some never not funny fans there, which was very very nice. And. Uh, just uh, just a heck of a lot of fun. Found some parking seven miles away, so that's always convenient. <laughs> yep. That is the one downside of the UCB theater is the mm-hmm. uh, parking is not uh, great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can be challenging. Um, it's better than our previous location, the Lyric Hyperion. That was mm-hmm. uh, that was rough uh, sledding as far as parking goes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it was great. It was a great... Uh, uh, I never have any I, trouble with parking, Jimmy. I get there at five. <laughs> there, yeah. If you think I'm showing up at five o'clock, you're out of your fucking skull. I walk in here at 1114. <laughs> you, think I, you think I'm showing up there? I show up there at 615 for a seven o'clock show. Yeah. And I and I and even that's a little too early. That's not true. You, you really that what this is really highlighting is that you blew it by not joining Scientology 20 years ago. Because <laughs> you would have oh. had the best parking. Oh, yeah. You could have just yeah. pulled right into that celebrity center, hop across the street. Oh, yeah. you're, you're done. Take advantage. See in a little bit. We'll do uh, some uh, focusing, whatever the hell they call it. What do they call it? The, uh, yeah. Housing. What is it? No, I'm not. <laughs> Monitoring. No, uh, oh, it's closer to that. Uh, yeah. It's shit. when they hold the thing. Yeah. What's that called? Grab oh. one of those soup cans. 
We, God, we used to say we, we auditing. Swing over there, do an audit. Get, I, get some orange slices. I failed to uh, tell him to stop talking. <laughs> and then I, um, I, I failed to mention Blaine Patch. Blaine. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. did a character as Uncle Buckle, the first annoying relative that sat next to you at a Thanksgiving dinner table <laughs> from what was he? 1692. Is that Something what it was? Like 1621. Yeah, uh, it was really funny. Uh, it, it's just a great night. Just a great night of comedy. Cool. Um, and then my son was away, as we talked about. Yeah. He was up in uh, doing uh, youth and government. And uh, my son had a, a, a rude awakening um, in that he, like me, I, I actually was the same way. Like when I would, you know, when you'd see, you know, uh, California is Devin Nunez, California is Kevin McCarthy, you know, and then they would say racist or, or bigoted things and you'd go, but it's California. Mm-hmm. It's liberal. Mm-hmm. What's that guy doing? Uh, Oliver discovered uh, teenagers that are uh, MAGA. So from and other schools? Or? From other, uh, yeah, because it was uh, kids from all over the, the state. Wow. So, sure, there's some kids from Fresno. There's, you know, you know with these, yeah. de- you know, Devin Nunez, Kevin McCarthy areas that are, mm-hmm. you know, Orange County, mm-hmm. the rich white assholes. Um, and Oliver's put in a group with some, and they're talking about, th- and Oliver, it just blew Oliver's mind. He just right. was like, just like like in the bubble mm-hmm. like oh mm-hmm. even in my own state there's people that think this way yeah. and people my age are thinking this way mm-hmm. and that of course we know what that is that's parenting that's parenting <laughs> it is weird because you know we tend to think oh republicans are just older and so they're going to die out but that's not necessarily true there's people who are younger and i don't know if republican is even the right word for it anymore but there's obviously there's you know, people passing down those beliefs and, you know, and uh, that's going to shape it's, the country one way or the other. Well, I mean, it's uh, obviously it's been happening. I mean, youth and government, these things have been happening for years. But because I remember seeing photo and actually there's a documentary about it. I forget what it's called, but there's a documentary about this there's thing. A documentary about it? I don't think it's worth that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, you, just, you see the, you know, the photographs of it and it's, you know, a bunch of, you know, white idiots that look like they're trying to be Rush Limbaugh back in the day. And um, I don't know if that's the case now. Oliver said there were a lot of backward hats. So that, uh, you know, that bro vibe was going on. Uh, but uh, it, well, was, it was weird to be uh, without my son for three days. That that, yeah. that was the weird part. I have a question about that. Yeah. Uh, not the weird to be without your son, but the other thing. Um, so so he's interacting with these MAGA or MAGA adjacent mm-hmm. kids. Was it his impression that he could have conversations about what the point of the event was? In other words, could they talk policy and like what's bad and what's good and that kind of stuff? He was surprised by some of their ideas for policy. Yeah, uh, I will tell you that I don't know the answer to that, uh, Elliot, because he, they he got they got back at nine p.m. last night. Mm, okay, and then uh, he he told the story. He he got stuck with a top bunk at it, okay. and this was at a military. Uh, base mm. so we had the top bunk and uh he he said that all the kids that had the top bunk uh none of them slept well because they all were scared to death of rolling over and falling out because <laughs> there were no uh-huh. it was oh, it was no like side rails. like you're seeing stripes yeah. right like it's just uh, there's no side rails and uh there is why you know the thinner than a, than a twin bed mm-hmm. and so uh he's like <laughs> he goes i just laid like a mummy and stared at the ceiling <laughs> and hoped i would fall asleep and so that's why you learn to make your bed real good at, in the military. Oh, that's a good point. Because so you don't fall out. The sheets have to be tight to hold you. Oh, in. they hold you in. They <laughs> tighten you up. Yeah. They. Uh, yeah. So I don't. So he was very tired last night. I don't have a lot of details about this. Right. He just told us that he was surprised at the amount of uh, 
mm-hmm. of uh, MAGA energy, not just Republican, but the you know not mm-hmm. not conservative, right? Sure, sure. Because uh, that that's always been there, and that's always you know that that you wanted both sides. In my opinion, you wanted both sides conservative. I'm talking about 20 years ago because conservative right. and liberal. That's a different story. L- Lowercase conservative, let's say. Yes, than it is today. Yeah. Um, but it's good to have him back. Mm-hmm. And uh, Danielle and I saw a movie yesterday called The Anatomy of the Fall, a French film. It's a French film Whoa. that uh, mixed reviews in the Pardo household. I uh, I loved it, and she liked it. Okay. Um, because Oliver was away, I think I know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask anyway. Have you watched the – I'm assuming no. you would want to watch with him, but have you seen the Albert Brooks documentary? No. Oh. No. We were, we were waiting for Oliver yeah. for, on that. Uh, I will hold my. All right. I just I will just tell everyone they should watch it because it's so it, great. When you say an Albert Brooks documentary, is it about him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, great. Uh, on Max. Yeah, okay. Rob Reiner oh, made it. That's the one. I friend of the show, Rob Reiner. Friend yeah. of the show, Rob Reiner, and friend of Albert Brooks, Robert Reiner. <laughs> Robert Reiner. Does Robert Richard Reiner. Lewis, you just tell me? Does Richard Lewis make an appearance? He does not. That's interesting. Yeah, it's his best friend. I assume his health is yeah. not uh, maybe allowing that. Oh, maybe especially, I believe his health is improving a little bit, mm-hmm. or at least he's fighting, you know, uh, what's happening. And uh, But I believe probably when they shot this documentary, uh, Richard's health was really not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I look forward to seeing that. We did watch, uh, last night we watched the, you might as well hit the documentary button. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Mike, that's Mike Henry. Uh, we watched uh, Painkiller about the Tylenol. Uh, oh, uh, the scare. Well, murders. Oh. You know, seven people died. Right. And then, you know, that, that's why we have, uh, you know, all that packaging that we have mm-hmm. now. Uh, the uh, the seals and, and, and caps and so on. But it's because of all of this in 1982. <laughs> yeah. Uh, seals and Croft. Yeah. We got the Summer Breeze. <laughs> uh, we got the Diamond Girl. Uh, it's five episodes. And the first three are terrific. And then the fourth one's literally a piece of shit. Oh, boy. <laughs> it, 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 it has a completely different tone than the other three episodes. Huh. It's weird. really fucking weird as to why this thing is inserted in there. And then the fifth one is kind of a wrap up. Uh, but the first three are interesting. Um, I would say the fr- it's worth watching. Where's that live? Netflix? No, Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Okay. <laughs> it's over on Paramount Plus. And then we also watched a documentary called... Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it up here because I asked Danielle to remind me what the name of it was. Escaping Twin Flames. Uh, it's a whack job and his wife who uh, want to teach you how to love. Oh. And, of course, that becomes some sort of a weird cult. <laughs> and um, oh, that just came out, right? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's, dude, it's banana times. It is worth watching because it is, these two people should be put in jail. They're fucking awful. They're awful human beings. But they... Uh, what the fuck? It's, it's one. Of, I, I don't even. I can't even get into it. But it's just. Okay. Uh, it's it's worth watching. Again, I think that's, that's. I think that's three episodes. But it is. Um, and I think that's on Netflix. Um, but we had a big uh, a big doc weekend because Oliver's. Yeah. Uh, he will love the Albert Brooks documentary because it's about comedy. Yeah. But he's not a big doc guy. Yeah. He. Uh, well, would that's interesting. I didn't it. know that. He'd uh, rather watch a film. He. I get it. But uh, there's some great documentaries too, though. Uh, he will love the Albert Brooks. It really did make me think of him, uh, the Albert Brooks mm. thing. Yeah, um, but uh, that's on Max. If people are looking for it, I should just say that I did, I we heard. can now once again tell people 
Well, we always could. <laughs> I guess we never stopped doing that, but there was some sense of, hey, don't promote these things. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are, a lot of actors are hitting Twitter over the weekend to now promote their yeah. their projects, which is uh, fun to see. But by the way, I, I promised uh, last week a uh, celebrity sighting. Yes, oh, that's you did. Right. So, and then, uh, go ahead, hit it, and then stop it. Um, on the, we had our uh, our quarterly game night. Yes, where we played uh, Drawful, mm-hmm. which I think on record I think we uh, the, agree the T-shirt <laughs> one was a lot more fun. Yeah, that's probably not going to happen again. Uh, but you know what? Experiment, and it was yeah. fun. It was still yeah, fun. oh, it was d- definitely was fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's just I think there's more laughs in the uh, the T-shirt TKO, uh, uh, TKO. yeah, the uh, and even there in Jackbox Quiplash. Like I think Quiplash there's more laughs at Quiplash too. Yeah, there's there's a new version of TKO, but I'm not sure if it's better than the old version or not. All right, but uh, thank you for what I'm going to describe as unnecessary information. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Hey, you should have just pretended you knew if it was better yeah. or not, or just n- said nothing. I mean, like you could say there's a new version. Here's the thing. I'm hearing the I'm hearing the fans' emails. Hey, did you know that there's a new version of no. TKO that you could try? I'm, I'm aware. I've bought it. I haven't tried there it are, There's some fans that uh, like to uh, get involved. And we, <laughs> sure. We, we thank them for that. We thank them for their participation. Uh, and we thank the folks that subscribe at that yeah. level. And of course, yeah. it, they're all, those levels are always open. Uh, not uh, yeah. Just because Subtoberfest is over doesn't mean that you can't jump in uh, and join us because we do a quarterly game night, which is fun. We do a monthly uh, bonus. Separate, a lot of things happen over there. So mm-hmm. uh, as I promised on there that... Uh, I the celebrity sighting I was going to do today I I'm is actually my son's celebrity sighting, mm-hmm. and so I do not want to steal uh, his, and then I will bring him on here at some point, uh, maybe during the uh, the Thanksgiving week. Okay, and he will will play celebrity sighting with him, and he will uh, do a celebrity sighting. Great. Um, but I do have one as I promised on the on that uh, game night. Very disappointing. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but uh, so here we go. Uh, well, can you paint a picture? Where were you? I was having lunch with my friend Dan Kaufman in Larchmont, the Larchmont area, mm-hmm. uh, right there on Larchmont Street. Got it. And uh, this gentleman, uh, there, okay, there we man. go, narrowed it down to a gentleman. Sure. This gentleman was sitting at the table behind Dan. Like so, I I, mm-hmm. I watched this guy eat and talk the entire time. Is it an actor? It is not. Okay, musician. It is not. A host of some kind. Yeah, host of some kind is a good guess. Okay. Host of some kind, though. Yeah, host of some kind. Ra- radio host. No. TV. No. Sporting. No. Um, hmm. uh, <laughs> podcast. Yes. Oh, he's a podcaster. 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 That's kind of how we know him these days. Oh. oh. But he did Conan O'Brien. Uh, <laughs> that was no. his office. His office is he's there. right there. We were right across the street from it. But uh, it, uh, very successful podcaster. But yes, he had, he's got some credentials before that. Oh, so not Mark Marone. Uh, it is not. Okay. Or Joe Rogan. It is not. No, no it's neither of those two gentlemen. Uh, but still successful. Uh, successful and yet disappointing. Very successful. Just will not be, no, no, will just not be a fun reveal. Won't be exciting. So was this person a comedian before? No. Then the, then the podcast is not comedy. No. Okay. Is it a murder? No. <laughs> is it something like your your fresh airs or your uh, one day at a time like or whatever a, like an nba nba and npr type show uh but not that okay has he been discussed on this show a lot no okay no you think about uh journalist jimmy door no. <laughs> well, that would be a whole different story music, if you saw Jimmy. Uh, oh no, it was not Chris Malafi. It was not. Chris, well, that, that brings up a good, a we good wouldn't point. Recognize Chris Malafi. We could go for topics. So, is it like a uh, politics podcast? Yes. Oh, is it one of the, the three guys from oh, oh, Pod yeah. Save America? Guys? Okay. 
Is it Tommy Vitor? It is not. Is it uh, John Lovett? It is not. The third guy. The guy whose name is the same as some other guy's name. That's right. John Favreau. John Favreau. Ah, very good. Saw John Favreau and his uh, lanky, uh, tall lankiness and his (laughs) crazy, him uh, crossing and uncrossing his ridiculous uh, uh, Jack Skellington legs. I don't know if I would recognize that John Favreau. He's, uh, it took me a minute. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I saw him. You see him on cable news probably occasionally. No. No? He doesn't do any of that stuff. You'd think he would be a guy that would, they would, Okay, and here's from Positive America. Let's talk to this right. guy and get his opinion. You know, he's a former speechwriter for Obama, so right. it's like I mean, so he does. You know, he did write comedy for him in, in some of the right. speeches. Right. Yeah, you know, not, not some of the speeches. The, Wasn't uh, that John Lovitz? I feel like that was the not not John Lovitz. John Lovett apostrophe s. He was more the guy that was supposed to be writing the jokes. I believe, uh, but I believe they were a three headed monster. Oh, okay. I, they all uh, did. They all did that. Note. I'm going. Yeah. I, I'm basing this on comedy. Remember when Positive America was in. 2016 was going to save America. Yes, and we and now they kind of like they exist, <laughs> right? You They're know, still still doing their thing, right? And doing very well. And our friend uh, from Ruined is over there. Uh, oh, Haley. Oh, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Is part of uh, Pod Save America now. She has. Uh, 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 I think she's. I think she's part of their program. Oh, cool. I just I knew I remember when they spun off that Love It or Leave It or whatever it was called. That was supposed to be more of a comedy show, and I think they taped it at the the, the improv, improv, right? Yeah. And that's what made me think that Love It was the one that was the funny one. Yeah. And I'm putting heavy quotes <laughs> around the word funny. Uh, fair. <laughs> these these quotes are going to crush my shoulders. They're so heavy. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh... I've seen no. I would hey, listen. If he, if I don't know anything, I think it's. I, I'm this like I'm being so unfair. I've never listened to those shows. You've, I don't know anything about. You've the heard guy. enough to. Why, I'm basically, why? my joke is based on you joking the same way, and I'm just like jumping off of what you've said to me in I, the past. I'm listen. Here, listen. Let me be fair to this gentleman. I'm basing my opinion on seven minutes. Yeah, and I'm basically like less than that. Right. Like I don't know shit. So uh, maybe he's a hilarious guy. No, nah. I've I've seen the I believe the YouTube version of that where they're in front of a live audience. Yeah, and that has some funny in it. He's got a panel though. He's got a panel of comedians. Well, no, no, no. it's just one other person. Okay, and they're talking back and forth. Well, that, and uh, I believe it, it. The old he used to have a panel. Yeah, there was always a two like or three, three, or three two comedians or three comedians on there. Yeah. Then maybe it's maybe it's another thing that he's doing, yeah. or maybe a special version of it. Right. Where because because right. I think the sense I got was that he had three people, but like. It was just the two of them, then that person would leave and the next person would come. Huh. Look, he's obviously a very talented yeah. guy to have been a speechwriter for Obama. So sure. let's acknowledge that. But to me, John Lovett is the uh, Greg Gutfeld of the li- liberals. <laughs> he's the liberal Greg Gutfeld, where wow. he's like, somebody said that guy's funny, and then we all bought into it. Maybe he's witty. And, and fuck, maybe he is. Maybe he'd walk in here and be great. I don't know anything about this guy. But I got a lot of opinions about it, apparently. <laughs> Sounds like you want to leave it. I'm going to leave it. <laughs> you don't want to love I'm it. I'm also mad they never booked me. That's the other thing. I'm also, <laughs> sure. I've got a grudge that I wasn't booked yeah. at one of those improv shows. They know you love ranting about politics with very little information. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, make no mistake that, uh, you know, there was uh, talk of me doing that program. Mm-hmm. And that talk gave me a stomachache. Oh, wow. Because I'm not, I, look, I'm, I, 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 I say I read half an article. Right. So me on a panel. And then you forget 70% of right. that half. So I'm a fucking mess. <laughs> Math problem. How much does he retain? Oh, boy. Uh, 70% of 50%. Oh, that's uh, that's very little. 70% of 50% is 7.5 times 7. So 49 uh, plus. I didn't know we were really doing this. <laughs> so like 33. Yeah, sounds about right. So, uh, I was going to well, say, wait, no, I was gonna say 33%. 33. Excuse me. 53? 53. No. No. 
Seventy percent of fifty percent. It has Wait, to be less than. I thought there was seventy five percent and seventy percent were the numbers. No, seventy no, percent of fifty percent. Oh, oh, well then that's thir- that's thirty five percent. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I retain thirty five percent. You know what? Fair not, number. Not <laughs> Fair number. Again, just like you said the other night, that's Hall of Fame numbers. That's Hall of Fame, baby. <laughs> that gets me into the that gets me into the hall. That's Mike Olerud, I think, is what you said. Uh, John Olerud. John Olerud. John Olerud. I should, I, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, there's the famous story that maybe you know, uh, uh, lore. What's the word I'm looking for here? Not wives' tale. Legend. Uh, yeah, there, but there's a there's a mythos. Ah, anyway, uh, John Olerud famously, when he played first base, he instead of a ball cap, he'd wear a helmet. And uh, he played with Ricky Henderson on a team. Mm-hmm. And then Ricky, uh, so then John goes to the Blue Jays and then uh, Ricky goes to the Blue Jays. Or they, or they go to the Mets. I don't remember the teams. But he goes, Ricky says to the guy, oh, that's interesting. You wear a helmet. I played with a guy on another team that wore a helmet. And John goes, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> and I, got, I don't know if that is, uh, oh, what are those called? Urban legend. I don't know if that's an urban legend. Ah, there you go. Uh, or if it's been uh, right. factually uh, proven. Yeah, uh, or it's just fun to, yeah, to believe that that's true. It's yeah, Ricky played with the guy that wore a helmet on the other team. Apocryphal uh, could be apocryphal. <laughs> was that what you were? No, I was looking for urban legend. Uh, apocryphal? Nope. I land, <laughs> I found it. I landed it. I got the plane. Landed it right there. Urban legend. Um, Anachronistic. Very nice. Yeah, very good. <laughs> uh, went golfing on Friday. Yeah. And uh, asked me how I did. How'd you do? Horribly. Oh, no. I have no touch. Oh. I fucking suck. You gotta listen to that song. Yeah. What song? You got the touch. Oh, you, are you okay if I don't listen to that? It's gonna give you the touch. That's... I. It's gonna make you think you have the touch. I will to listen to... I will, I will do whatever is necessary to get my golf swing back because it is embarrassingly bad. I mean, I assume all of the different ailments and shoulder it things has to be, and right? arm things, like are in your head now and you and also you couldn't play for a while because of all those things that's true and then coming back and being like i don't want to tear my rotator cuff again or whatever or my labrum or my tennis elbow <laughs> maybe just don't do it I, <laughs> i'm thinking just you know I, take up you know pinochle i've tried everything <laughs> i i can't lose it's I, I mean it like you would think i never played the game like that's how bad i was friday Jesus. and you know i'm out there with some guys that are, you know steve my friend steve is good his son noah is you know, close to par. Wow. He's great. This guy, Keenan, who uh, does uh, special effects for television shows and movies, uh, I call him the cannon. Like, he hits he hits his drives 300 yards, Whoa. and uh, I had to share a cart with him, and we're stopping, you know, look, we're stopping to look for my ball at 100 <laughs> yards. Like, that's how shitty it, it was. Like, I lost. I'm not fucking around here. Uh, I lost 12 golf balls. What? That's, wow. That's horrible. <laughs> that's a lot of lost balls. One of them, and, and again, I'm not fucking around here. One of them, I topped it off the tee. It went about twenty feet, and I said. And then we, four men went to look for it and couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how. Like it found some hole or something. Like mm-hmm. that's how bad. I, it was just awful. I just, uh, I, I ended up shooting hundred and five, and I think that's even loose. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like some putts were like, like it didn't matter. They were tired of me going. I think that's good, Jim. Yeah, you're you're close. Yeah, that's a tapper. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, my goal these days is really just to break 100 because I don't play enough. Mm-hmm. And last week when I played with Steve, I shot a 97 and I was happy with that. And but I, as I said, I had four good holes that day. Mm-hmm. I had zero good. Like this was just a mess. Yeah. Not good. This Keenan guy must wonder, why did Steve invite this guy? Like, <laughs> nah. Uh, 
Keenan, by the way, I've played golf with him twice now, has laughed a total of zero times at things I've said. <laughs> oh, boy. So yeah. now he must really wonder why you're there. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's what saying. Well, Steve can't think he's, this guy's entertaining. So are you <laughs> What's like, the point? What's the point of you? Yeah, right. What's right, the point? You. you suck at golf and you're not bringing anything to the cart. What are you, what are you bringing? <laughs> Does that mean you're like chasing it now? You're like. Oh, no, I've given up. Okay. I've, started, I've just, go, you know. Like, you know, uh, like, well, well, let's get my ball. I guess you just don't, don't enjoy this kind of comedy. That's yeah. fine. It, uh, uh, and, and by the way, make no mistake. And, and by the way, people have different senses of humor. I'm not. This sure. is, he's a really nice guy. Uh, but clearly, I'm not his cup of tea because mm-hmm. uh, I'm saying funny things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then so I'll say it. And it's just you just then you just hear the hum of the golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's two, there. There's a, there's a two stage thing happening there. It's one thing if someone doesn't enjoy your type of comedy. But then there's a second thing, which is that people like you, you everyone in this room, we all know we've all been in situations. You give a sort of a, a, a courtesy laugh, you give a little something like I, I acknowledge mm-hmm. you are attempting comedy. Yep. And like, I, look, you're a professional comedian. You spend most of your life interacting with non-professional comedians, including in this room. <laughs> and you know that when you're out in the world interacting with people like I, I go out of my way to be generous 100 with laughs because it's like that's what i would want in return it's like uh no it, it's like it's i'm a, giving a speech like it's, it's that it's that, it's wow. that quiet that is it's horrible that's rough it's horrible yeah. yeah it's uh and then add to it my golf is sucking like every mm, yeah. everything about it uh it, it's like i literally i did say this this was the, in fairness this is the one thing that i said i'm literally just playing to get to my car <laughs> because it was like i was on the back nine and like it, i'm just i'm just playing to to end this yeah like to be like i need to get from here to there what, what do i have to do this is the only way to get there yeah without taking my bag off the cart and walking it mm-hmm. and that ain't happening with all my ailments and makes and pains oh, sorry no sorry bob <laughs> matt belknap uh I imagine you carded the kids around a lot of soccer over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Coral things? Were there any coral things? Uh, By no. that I mean I'm talking uh, about well, going down to the reef and stuff. <laughs> Charlie had, I think, three different rehearsals for what? Uh, like for the auditions for this, the holiday show. Part, uh, part, wait, go backwards. Yeah. Rehearsals for the auditions? Yes. What's so, going on over there? It, they, they do a holiday show at his school, and so anyone can audition. And so these... I would say it's 90% the parents and 10% the kids going, okay, yeah, let's audition. But, you know, Charlie ended up in three different groups of, of friends. Like one group is like him and I think three or four other uh, friends of his from, from elementary school. One of them is a much bigger group. Another one is like boys and girls. There's one that that's just boys. There's two, maybe two that's just boys and one that's boys and girls together. Anyway, they all had to like prepare for this. They're, they're auditioning this week. Um, and so they need to like get together to, to work on it. Oh, they're a, they're a unit. Yeah. 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 They're, okay. they're, they're singing as a group. Like, like, uh, My apologies. Uh, like him and, uh, okay. him and like five or six other boys, they weren't all at this one thing. So I don't know exactly how many are going to end up being in it, but it, it, last night it was like five boys doing uh last Christmas, which I think you would have enjoyed, uh, your, your friend, uh, George Michael's song. And, uh, it was very sweet. It was very cute. Like, you know, 11 year old boys singing i, I have made it very clear on jimmy's records and tapes <laughs> yeah i want to hear no other version of last christmas <laughs> okay. than wham Fine. and that includes my sweet tay tay uh-huh. i don't want to hear that bullshit 
Does she sing that? Yeah, doesn't she do a version of that? Doesn't uh, Taylor Swift do a version? I think of that might be on her holiday album. That's uh, she hasn't re-recorded that yet, so we don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she's gonna re-record that one. Does she? <laughs> what voice was that? Though? That'd be weird. I like it. I like Garen doing character work. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a fan of it. Um, uh, but I, so, but I'll trust you that these children did a nice job. It was it was very cute. Of course it was. And then uh, another group of them are, are working on. Uh, do they know it's Christmas? Another one of your favorites. Oh, good lord, that's a lot of uh, uh, solos. Yeah, and uh, no, well. They're doing it in. I don't. I don't think anyone's doing it. So I think it's like one Two pocket of kids are doing this part. One pocket of kids are doing. The, and you know they kind of go around. And then that um, great too, to be honest with you. And then the other one's rocking around the Christmas tree. I think, um, which is a fun song. It's fun and yet horrible. It's one of those. It's, it's when you look at the list. When, when you, you know when you go through a list of the songs that are you know possible. You realize there's the songs that are for like you know kindergartners, right? You just take those off the table, and that's a good chunk of them. Yeah, <laughs> they're just. Too... Where does "Let It Snow" fall into that? By the way, is that? I think kindergartners uh, are, get adults. Do they? Kindergartners can do it. I, I don't think it's. It doesn't feel specifically like no one else but children, like young children, should be doing it. But it is kind of on a, on a more basic side. I would yeah. say. Um, so you kind of maybe want to leave it for the by the time by the time you get to middle school, I feel like these kids have all done all those other shows and done all those songs, and they don't want to do it again. You want to do your last Christmas, so you want to do something a little yeah. more contemporary. By the way, there's a Justin Bieber. I don't like Justin Bieber. There's a Justin Bieber Christmas song that I was like, well, dude, this song. one, this is great, yeah. and I forget the name of it now. But um, Garen, does your character know? It's fun. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> oh. uh, anyway, so yeah, driving him around a lot, and then. Um, and then Zoe just was going to different parties and stuff. And, parties, uh, yeah. And and um, what else? What yeah. happens at those parties? Just a lot of birthday parties and other parties. And Charlie actually had two two different birthday parties too to go birthday to. Birthday parties. Yeah, there's so much stuff going on. <laughs> um, yeah, it's everyone was born this time of year. What did you figure it out? What's that? He's got a bunch of them. Oh shit! Yeah, but there's one Christmas love. I'll tell you what mistletoe? it is. Mistletoe. I have. Yeah, oh, I think, mistletoe, I think it's right? mistletoe. Yeah, because there is. It's really good. Yeah, it's good. It's really. It's and it's. Uh, it's from early in his career, I think, like before he was all tatted up. I don't know if that matters for his music. I think it does. I'm just telling you. I think it changes energy. Yeah. <laughs> Vocal cord tattoo did a lot. It did. It, probably a mistake. Yeah. You don't want to get tats there's, on. The there's Garrett's new character of inserting nothing. <laughs> that's unfair. <laughs> that's my job. I know. That's it. Yeah. Garrett, come on. Start it. Stay, I can only stay in your lane. <laughs> just fight amongst yourselves over those those slots. Uh, uh, yeah. Well that, uh, uh, well, that sounds great. But then I, so I, I'd also played a soccer game. I think. Oh, I, you did? I, I, I How the squad? do but poorly uh i don't know if it was it was somewhere between five to one or seven to one i, no I cannot describe to you how much i love that you, your team sucks and how yeah. proud you are that like <laughs> well because it's like it, it, i've reached the 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 stages of of grief where i've just i've accepted it yeah i'm at the final stage and it's like yeah we're gonna lose but you know what you're out there you're exercising getting yeah, some exercise that's the, yeah that's the key I, I i try to focus on like did i do anything good like did i make a nice pass did i like, do make a good defensive uh tackle or a stop or anything uh this team is mostly nice guys there's one jerk who oh. i've had uh he's just he's just a he, what they call in soccer a shithouser like he just likes to um you know talk shit and and just be annoying and and uh i think you mentioned him before and i just yeah to me it's well like, there's a bunch of those guys we're just out there to have fun dude and and this is so this is what happened they were up they were up for nothing at this point and uh, the ball was going down the the right side. I was playing right wing, and I was running. I I, I put on the the, the jets. I, I put on the wheels. Wheels Belknap. Wheels Belknap showed up for a second, and uh, and my hamstrings are telling me about it today. <laughs> but I was like, I'm getting this ball, so I was running after it full speed. And he runs in to try to like. He was like, Oh, he's gonna get it. So he came over to try to like stop me from getting it, and in the process, kicked it out of bounds. 
right, right as I was. And I wasn't going to get to it, by the way. Like, okay. it seemed like I could, but then I was like, no, I can't. But he did me the favor of kicking it out of bounds. I was like, great. And then he tries to pretend like it went off me. You're nowhere near him. They're up for nothing. And he's like, that's our ball. It's our ball. It's our, our, like, like, like arguing it. And, and he picks it. He does the like thing that you see in professional soccer. He picks the ball up and starts walking away. Oh, confidently. Yeah. Like, no, no, it's ours. And, and like, not even confident, like petulantly, like it's ours. I will not give this back until you agree with me that it's our throw in. And I was like, so <laughs> I said, it was like, I, I, oh, and I was like, I was like, really, dude, come on, you know, you kicked it out. And instead of handing it to me, I was like going like, can I give it to me? He, he, he throws it like out of bounds, like out of my reach, Fuck off. like on purpose. Fuck off. And I was just like, really, dude? You said that. Yeah. And I was like, it's like, don't worry, buddy. You're going to get your big trophy. Oh, did you say that? <laughs> yeah. Listen, first of all, you're a dick. Second of all, I've never been prouder. I was so proud of that. You line. have to say, right? <laughs> I was Fuck like, this dude. I, I think I said, you're up for nothing. Don't worry. You're going to get your big trophy. <laughs> and what, how do people I, react? I don't know. I, I think his the only reaction because you know people were all over the field the only reaction was from one of his teammates who was kind of apologetically was like I think he's just trying to you know keep the intensity level up I was like okay like you don't have to apologize for him you know he's an asshole I know he's an asshole wow there's past evidence of him being an asshole four to zero give him the goddamn ball man it's so Seriously. stupid it's so stupid uh, I want you next week to out this guy with using his name. I oh, I, I don't know. His I name. want people to. I want this guy. To swat, I want him swatted. <laughs> I want his house swatted. I can tell you he's number ten on uh, the uh, the team is called Legends. And he's, he's number ten. Yeah, number ten on Legends. You know who you are. Yeah, you know you if, get your head right. He listens. He writes us a letter. I, oh, I just realized you're the same guy from Never Not Funny. Just, uh, he doesn't like me because the first time we played this team, I forgot about this until after this incident yesterday, but the first time we played them, he he and I got into it, and I think he was trying to keep it light and like kind of jokey, and I iced him. Oh. And uh, and then I think ever since What's this then, on you? Well, no, I mean, you I, iced him. I iced him because fuck him. He was it was like a we were playing the game and and uh, he was he was he fouled me or did something. And I was like, I reacted and he was like trying to be like, hey, 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 like, like make a joke out of it. Like, oh, it's all good. And I, I just like he was trying to be funny and I didn't give him anything. Mm. It's kind of like your buddy on the golf yeah, course. My golf cart, my partner. <laughs> yeah. And I think he holds a grudge because of that. I don't blame him. Yeah. You know what? I'm on his side now. <laughs> you know, that ball was you fucking kicked that ball out. I'm not going to give you a, a going back to courtesy laugh. I'm not going to give you courtesy laugh after you foul me. That's ridiculous. Why, why would I do that? I, I don't listen. I, I don't disagree with you. I would have punched. You just did. I, well, I, for humor. For humor. I'm not there really disagree. I'm 100% okay. on your side. Right, thank you. I probably would have punched. I need your God. support in this difficult time. I'd be crying in the car on the way home. It'd be horrible. Yeah. Um, it. Uh, all right. Listen, you know what time it is? It's mm-hmm. time for. The mail is here. The mail is here. Who's my dick, man? The mail is here. 69. Are you looking at our guest in? Uh, no, I just, I'm just wondering where he is. Yeah, I expected him to be here by now. Great question. Garen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sucks. Uh, I just got the text, by the way, that is the new scam. You familiar with this new scam? The one that uh, uh, the UPS, uh, the US, uh, the USPS package arrived at the warehouse, but we could not deliver it because of an incomplete uh, package. Garen, will you answer this? That didn't slide. That didn't sound good. <laughs> no, it seemed like a, uh, like that a problem. Is our, that is our guest calling. Garen's going to take that out in the hallway. It could mm-hmm. just be him here, but right doesn't know how to get in. Uh, all right, so here's the mail. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, there's a new scam where it's it's 
them saying your package is at the warehouse. Please give us your address and complete it. I, mm-hmm. I honestly don't know what the scam is. Okay. Uh, but uh, it is on the internet telling you do not respond to that text. Okay. Gotcha. And like even Oliver's getting it. Like, hey, Dad, what's huh. this? Is there? Because the first time you get it, you go, oh, there's a package. Right. Mm-hmm. You get excited. Oh, whoa, somebody sure. sent me something. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, speaking of sending something. Uh, thank you for taking the time to read my letters. I'm sure that you received many requests. I am now retired, but was an assistant manager at Menards, at Menards. for many years. Retirement is, uh, is enjoyable as I have uh, much needed time to fish and spend time on the lake. Uh, oh, my apologies. This is uh, this is not a never not funny letter. <laughs> what is that? What is happening? Uh, this is a, a signed baseball card letter. Oh, oh my God. And they're going into their hobbies and their retirement? Uh, yes. Uh, Bruce. Okay. It's my manager. <laughs> uh, so verbose even in letter form. All right. All I can do is apologize here. That's all right. Our uh, guest is here. We, we don't need to. Uh, all right. So uh, more that time. is, uh, uh, I, I honest to God thought it was a. It looked too, that envelope looked too nice. I just felt like that would be fun. Okay. I'm glad you had enjoyed it. <laughs> It didn't, didn't it look a little nicer and fancier than the, the typical, like the typical one looks like that other one, which is just Usually a looks like this, where standard got, envelope. It looks like a prison letter. Yeah. <laughs> and then this looked like, uh, this looked like it would be like a never not like funny a, letter. Like a holiday card. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a nice, that's, that's a nice envelope. Yeah, it is. Bruce, nice. Bruce, Bruce does it right. He does. He's retired. He's and, got, the, got more time see, for the and here's the, let, let's be fair to us even, that first sentence, Menards, it's yes. like, oh, oh he's that's on brand. That's crazy now that you say that. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. We might have talked with Bruce. Maybe he is actually a fan. No, I can I, I, okay. I can tell you the rest of it is about him and his church social. Right. Oh, very good. Uh, we got, uh, you know what? We might as well just finish. <laughs> <laughs> I have many more hobbies. You know why the fuck not? I have many more hobbies such as painting, poker, and collecting autographed cards from people that have a place in history to me. I would like to know, is it possible? What was your fondest memory from your career? Reading this letter, Bruce. <laughs> uh, I have to start spending more time on my autograph collection. As I've started to share my passion for the autograph hobby with the senior men's coffee club at my church. Oh. Uh, I describe how much fun it is to write people, get their autographs back, and sometimes uh, they write back. Uh, it became to the, uh, thank you, Aaron. It became to the group obvious that my hobby was far more interesting and fun than anything they were doing. Hmm. Look at Bruce, what, what the fuck were they doing? That autograph collecting trumps it. Talking about coffee? At the, uh, at the senior men's coffee club? Yeah, huh. Uh, we decided to embark on an adventure. This is actually a fun letter, actually, turns out. We decided to embark on an adventure of autograph collecting as a group yeah. and all pitched in for stamps. Parenthetical now, the post office just raised their prices again. Oh, no. <laughs> is this Andy Rooney? Yeah. Uh, I collect <laughs> autographs together. I've included some index cards that, that we'd all be thrilled if you were to sign a return. Could you please autograph the cards for us? Uh, I will keep one for. Oh, it's not even a fucking baseball card. It's an index card. Oh, weird. Let me confirm that. This might just be index cards. <laughs> you know what you should do? Have our guest also sign it. Oh, that, oh my God! Give him uh, his mind. I don't know what the maybe our maybe our friend charges money for autographs. <laughs> maybe I don't want to uh, I don't want to insist, but I will ask uh, our guest to do that. Yeah, uh, and then we'll send that off to Bruce because that'll be. Wait, could you imagine the minds of the other guys at the church yeah. coffee club? He goes, "I got to be part of those and a, a real celebrity." <laughs> <autographs>? <laughs> What's he hey, gonna do with mine? Uh, you're not. You're not one of them, Garen. We were not invited. Oh, you didn't hear this. This has nothing to do with never not funny. Oh, okay. He doesn't know us at all. <laughs> does nothing. So this begs the question, though: How did how do you find you? Because he because oh, I'll tell you how you're on some list of I'm on people a list. who respond. I'm on a list of dummies that respond. Yeah, 
Wow. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. But the fact that like they don't, they're based on their age and location. They're probably going to have to look him up too. They don't know any. They don't. Maybe they they. I mean, he's in the new Ghostbusters. Yeah. These guys don't know that. No, he was they're a, in a coffee club in was Iowa, uh, Indiana, Indiana, yeah. Terre Haute. Okay, be precise. Where I do comedy with Graham Elwood. Graham Elwood and I had the pleasure of bombing in Terre Haute, <laughs> the hot earth. Is that what that stands for? I have no idea. What is Haute? A, a lot of CDs from Terre. Yeah, maybe. You have no. a lot of CDs from Terre Haute. Yeah. Now, haute means like haute couture Cold is high, 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 end. high fashion. Yeah. So it's the high earth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It right, must be like a plateau or something. Hang on. Garen Cockrell's telling us he got a lot of CDs from Terre Haute. What does that mean? That's where Columbia. Oh, that's <laughs> Columbia yeah, Record. Yeah, you're that's right. Columbia Record Club is from Terre Haute. You're right. Garen's right. Hey, when Garen's right, he's right. Yeah. When I'm right, I'm right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's take a break. Our guest is here. Pat Oswald is going to be joining us after the break. Of course, we got Ol- Ol- Oliver's Trivia. We'll go around the horn and check in with everybody. And we'll do all that right after this. Uh, listen, this is, you, you know, this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, Hey, this is good stuff. Once you factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In the, in the imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very I think it was hipster. very of the pre-me. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like, before I had a kid. It, it, oh, yeah. It, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where. I don't I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> What's no, going on with you? We're here to talk about Factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor in the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's get them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day oh my god oh, they got all this all sorts of things over that. there they got delicious things over there head to factormeals.com slash pardo50 use code pardo50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20 percent off your next month that is code pardo50 at factormeals.com slash pardo50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20 percent off your next month while your subscription is active factor good food fast Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits, the SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, that's, not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's uh, When you go on and on about Shopify, you sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, uh, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. Like, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up, and then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account 
account in there. He can log in. He can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done. It's awesome. Um, I've been kept out of the loop on that uh, because um, you're kind. <laughs> yeah. As much as you rave about it, you don't want to know about I don't the details. Know. I don't want to know how the sausage is made. I just no. want to see the, uh, the the results. Right. That's what I want. And, and also, I don't know if illegally I can get away with this, but it's so easy to Shopify. Well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program episode, uh, uh, I forgot what it was, 3312. Did I get it right? Yes. Of the award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny. We are thrilled that uh, this gentleman has been a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's really just scheduling. It's one of those. Yeah. I adore this gentleman whenever I see him. I saw him most recently at Largo, and that's even a year plus. Our buddy that's Pat Oswalt's right. here. Hi, Hello. Jimmy. It's so good to be back. It's great to have you back. Thank I, you. I was honored. I did Pat. I, I think I did the first Pat Oswald and friends that was back after the pandemic. Yes, yes, I I wanted, I, I needed, listen, and I'm not trying to blow smoke up your ass, I needed energy, I needed electricity, I needed sunshine and hope, <laughs> and that's Pardo. That is Pardo. You're very nice. You put Pardo out there, boom, we're back, baby. And it was great. That yeah. audience was hot, and uh, oh. I, I was thrilled to be there, and, uh, you know, watching you was always a joy, and I did my bullshit, which people seem to enjoy, and, uh, and then we got out of there with nobody getting hurt. People enjoy your bullshit. They uh, they quite enjoy your bullshit. Some do. The, yeah. the, the fellow that I golfed with on Friday, who shared a golf cart with me, uh, did not care for my <laughs> Really? It was, as I mentioned uh, before you arrived, I, I would say a joke, and then you would just hear the hum of a golf cart. <laughs> Wait a minute. Was this a guy they just paired you up with, or someone you know? No, he is, I, I play, he is a friend of a friend. Okay. So I played with him before. He's a really nice guy. I, I'm just not his cup of tea comedically. Okay. And I've stopped. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to, you know. No. It's like, you've done stand-up so long where mm-hmm. you know that we could be performing to a full, you know, let's say 1,500 people. Mm-hmm. And you'll see one guy that doesn't like you. Oh. And that's the guy you're like, I got to win that guy over. I ju- okay. I just did a weekend. I just came back from uh, Comedy on State in uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Great love club. I love that club. Great club. And all the shows went great, except for the late show Saturday. Saturday? Which, also, the show went great, but there was a guy sitting in the front row, right in the front row, not laughing, not cracking a smile, very serious looking beard, um, dark clothing, just like a young Orson Welles, <laughs> um, and just looking up at me and just doing a lot of like, I know this is a visual bit, but he was just kind of like, like kind of nodding, and, and it was just... I so then I ended up going into the crowd and talking and I talked to him. Turns out he is a former onion writer who I know. Oh. I know of his work and he was enjoying the show, but like you know how comedians watch other comedians it's like, "Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's how he was watching it, but it threw me. Sure, of course it did. I you I can't have that visual in the front row and, of and somebody not laughing. That guy should just he should know he should know better. Don't sit in the front row. Yeah. Yes, don't sit in the front row. If you're gonna be the the comic or the Onion writer where you're gonna oh oh that, yes. in your head oh that's funny then you don't sit where I can see you. And he's a he's a genuinely like great. Like from and he was like old school back in the day. Like remember when the the Onion is still great, but there were certain articles in the '90s where I'm like, I'm gonna, am I reading something and I'm I'm laughing out loud? Right. Like I haven't done that in so long. He wrote that famous uh, 
One of the ones he wrote was um the uh the headline was the Amish give up and then the he- subheadline is this is bullshit say elders <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a whole article about it it's just so perfectly oh, written and it was like oh my god so yeah but that was that threw me it threw me yeah now let me ask you a couple of questions uh, about that guy because I'm not interested in your life I want to hear all about this guy <laughs> yeah absolutely. Uh, when you say he's a former Onion writer, what does somebody move on to? That's what I was. He, he now just does free. He, I was talking to him because he does freelance journalism, freelance uh, critiques and writing. Just he writes. But he started off in because I forgot the Onion started in Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then it moved to Chicago and then they tried to make it into an empire mm-hmm. and it just did not work. It wasn't meant to be a massive empire. And now it's sort of shrunk back to. I guess sort of what it should be, although I wish the AV Club, they really had to reduce the AV Club. They used to review every movie, TV show, really have Mm -hmm. lively, you know, conversations back and forth. And that's been shrunk, which I don't like. But The Onion itself is still hilarious. It is. Is brilliant. Right. Yeah. What was the one thing about Adidas after the whole Kanye controversy with all the anti-Semitism? Like, uh, Adidas attempts to appease the Jewish community by hiring Woody Allen as spokesman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. So, yeah. But that's what he does now. He just writes. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. I wish him luck. Well, figure out where to sit next time, my man. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or, or, as I even said, I'm like, he goes, I'm enjoying the show. I'm like, well, tell your face yeah. <laughs> because you are throwing me off i'm panicking yeah absolutely panicking uh he issued you an apology a written apology I would have he's a good writer for understand he said right. well he, he he is right now um they're workshopping it and um oh. I, I go i go form a assemble a writer's room so mm-hmm. they're they're doing a room this week and okay. they'll have something for me on monday oh good yeah yeah All right, so next yeah, monday that's nice of you to give him a week i can give him uh-huh. a week yeah uh, now, we were talking off the air. You're notoriously anti-vax. Let's talk about that. <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't, I'm just very uh, picky about what goes in my body. It can, it's, there, were, there were some bags of Cheetos out there that I was hoping I could have. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I, again, I, the, the anti-vax stuff is going to be, it's going to, we're going to look back on that the way that, um, and, and it'll, be, it'll be forgotten, but when people do talk about it, um, Apparently in the 60s, when seatbelts first came out on cars, people made a huge deal about cutting the seatbelt out of the car and I'm not wearing this and I, you know. So there's always those, I want attention. I just want to be, you know, contra everything. Yeah. Personal freedom. Yeah. Can't make me do the thing that will help others. Yeah. And me. (laughs) And myself. (laughs) I think I was 16 or 17 years old when Illinois made seatbelts a law. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I guess it would be like basically the MAGA crowd of today. Exactly. Th- then, like, just furious that the man can't mm-hmm. tell me what to do. And and I just like what you just said, it, why would I do so? I'm doing it for me. Exactly. Yeah. But it's so, there's that ingrained, you don't tell me what to do. Yeah. Um, and there, there is a certain uh chunk of the population that's like Robert Redford at the beginning of uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid which is ask me to stay and then I'll leave remember they, they want him to leave he's about to kill the guy at the poker game and then they go ask me to stay mm-hmm. he goes I'd be really happy if you stayed Sundance he goes no gotta go like he just they want that I want to be invited everywhere and go nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be the guy refusing everything. Right. You, yeah. Uh, again, it's all for attention. By the way, speaking of Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid, uh, I believe that bicycle scene is still happening. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. Uh, who was telling me? 
think Brian Posehn said he saw that movie as a really, really young kid, and even as a young kid who had not seen a lot of movies and was enjoying the hell out of that movie. And he goes, and then that scene comes along with the Burt Bacharach song is playing. You're like, what is, like, this doesn't belong. Oh, that yeah. song absolutely doesn't belong. Crazy. And it goes on. And, and on. Yeah. Forever. And they're they're having fun on the bicycles. But and people it, love that song, though, right? Like my yeah. dad loved that song. Exactly, so but it is that. a light early seventies <laughs> adult contemporary yeah. rock song in the middle of this really good western. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that drives me crazy. It's so, it's so it's like a tone deaf tune for that movie. Yeah, by the great. Can you name the artist, Matt? Who sang the song? Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing our guest oh, can. I know who wrote it. And I know who sang it. Yeah, I, you mentioned Burt Bacharach wrote it. I remember that. And then the oh, and, and think of okay, think of. The height of of early seventies easy listening. Oh, you're not going to get this. I don't. It's before my time, so it, I'd be throwing throwing a dart at uh, the wall. I think. All right. I can. I'll tell you. Go ahead, yeah. B.J. Thomas. Mr. B.J. Thomas. Yeah, I don't Mr. even B. J. know Thomas. who that is. <laughs> Massive hit. Uh, don't. Didn't he also? No, no. That was um, B.J. Thomas saying something else. But that was his signature. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wow. was the one. I, what was it? he? Did have one other hit? It, was it wasn't. Hit. Wait a minute. It wasn't. Baby, don't get hooked on me. Maybe, that was maybe. Mac Davis. That's Mac Davis. Um, oh, God, wait a minute. B.J. Thomas had another song. Garen? Hooked on a Feeling? Or is that what you're talking about? No, 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 no. no. Well, that's um, Steeler's or, Wheel, isn't it? No, no. no, no. Hooked on a Feeling. That's Suede. Yeah, but he did a version of it. B.J. Thomas was first, wasn't he? Yeah, B.J. Thomas was the first on that. Oh, that was his. Yeah. I only know the... I. You know what? Blue Suede kind of pushed him out of my memory because that's the one I know. Yeah, it's what we all know. Yeah, because of Guardians and Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's we weird how that happened. that. Oh, well, okay. I, Alan McBeal, I think, is what brought it back to the forefront. <laughs> oh, did it? Yeah, with the, the dancing baby would dance to the Ooga Chaga. Oh, Ooga right. Chaga. Oh, Jesus. Alan McBeal is part of that chunk of 90s television that I've just never seen because I was out doing shows. Out doing comedy. So there's this whole like, yeah, um, even, like, I never saw Friends. I've Ooh. never seen Friends. And Alice, your a beautiful daughter, has not, uh, she's at the age, of, like, during the pandemic, all everybody watched Friends during that. Yeah, exactly. And, and she, she did just, not. No, but she does. There are certain shows, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, The American Office, yeah. uh, Speechless, um, all those shows she yeah. thinks are amazing. And Modern Family she thinks is amazing. Mm. I, I, I love that you threw Speechless in there. Our yeah. friend John Ross Bowen. She one. loved Speechless. I loved Speechless, too. They never gave it a, ch- a shot. Agreed. Yeah, John was wonderful. Oh, God, was he Just good, man. Just on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what about that AP bio? She care for that at all? Uh, no. I mean, she never really saw it. And <laughs> it's a very it's a very weird... Th- that show is so Mike O'Brien's point of view of what comedy should be. Mm-hmm. Like, just beyond cringe stuff that she really, yeah. It, it's a really, really fun show. Super I, fun. God, we had so much fun doing it. My son loved it. He loved he it. He did? Oh, he loved it. Good. He loved it. Oh, great. And I stress my son loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy would go in the other room. <laughs> I'm going to read. Stand up. <laughs> there's, a, you know, there's other things going on. There's a, yeah. Yeah, we got a second TV in the house, is what yeah. I'm saying. Exactly, yeah. Uh, we no, know when we, sports is back on. <laughs> uh, we were bummed when it went off because it was a, a great, uh, it was a family show for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was one of those. There were those shows that were like um, back in the day uh, when she was really young. Uh, Goldberg's was a big family show. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. I still love yeah. that. Yeah, all that. So, yeah, that was. Uh, although we never got into AP Bio as a family. How weird. Now the Goldbergs is uh, you're the VO guy on that. I'm the uh, I'm the Daniel Stern of Wonder right. Years yeah. of the Goldbergs. Yeah, I'm the grown up Adam narrating everything. Um, but that 
is that finally done? It's fine. <laughs> you got to phrase it, it like that. Is it safe to go is out that, now? <laughs> it's finally done. I mean, it, 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 it was not. Look, it was nine years. We yeah, we, like, we were very happy to have nine years. Uh, yeah, it was. And it also got to the point where it's like we've 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 dissected nostalgia thoroughly. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, we, we really I thought did a great job. But there was some there were some episodes where they it started off as a member this and then they used it as a way to get into yeah. really kind of dark difficult yeah like growing up stuff yeah. and how growing up is just a friggin mess it you know? uh it certainly was i certainly was for me i'll tell you that i yeah i, I would imagine there was a, where did you grow up again suburbs of chicago yeah there was a lot of stuff in that show that you must be like oh yeah 100 yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was a show my mom who's since passed away oh uh my mom would watch it and she would tell us you should watch the goldbergs and i just kind of was like Okay, mom. Even though my mom, <laughs> I, I got a lot of my taste from my mom, but I, for some reason I right. just missed that one. And then when my mom passed away, oh, she would watch it with Oliver. When my mom passed away, I said, you know what? Let, let's watch the Goldbergs tonight in in my in her honor. Mm-hmm. And and Danielle and I look at each other and go, this is a good show. Yeah. Like, why yeah. have we been avoiding this show? This is really great. There's a, especially there's an episode. I think it's season three. I have a lot of favorite episodes of that, but there's one. Where they all the whole episode is they go out to dinner at Beefsteak Charlie's, <laughs> and it's shot like a horror movie because it's called Dinner with the Goldbergs, and they use I think they use the font from The Shining mm. for the um, titles, and um, it is a and then it brought back so much PTSD for me with my going out to dinner with my parents and my mom. Oh, the 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 vent is hitting this table. Can we move here? And then the one kid that wanted it to be, exp- you know, I'm going to get the fish. It's like, we're at Beefsteak Charlie's. I'm getting the fish. And then it's awful. And then people stuff. And then your mom calling on every waiter that passes to do, like, it's nuts. Yeah. But they got everything right in that. Mm-hmm. And, and it's this little mini it's like a mini movie, and it's so tense and hilarious. Right. Yeah, uh, I recall it, and loved, and I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, like that was, and and at the end, because at the end, of a lot of the episodes, he apparently videotaped everything growing up. Yeah. So he has videotape at the end of the actual family at Beefsteak Charlie's, <laughs> and indeed, there is the son of what the one brother eating the fish and hating it. The father is already. They haven't even gotten to the salads, and he's eating so much, but he's just kind of leaning back. <laughs> Like he's already done. It's it's all like there's the evidence. This all happened. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, God. That's uh, also our friend Matt Myra wrote the episode where the guy gets run over by the golf cart. Yes. Then they showed the actual clip, <laughs> which, of which Matt. seemed like this can't be real. Right, and it yeah. turned out it actually did happen to him. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. yeah. It's weird when they at the end they will show you footage of stuff and you're like, oh, that actually. <laughs> that <laughs> oh, there's a real absolutely went yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. A real guy came into their house with a hockey stick. Like it's just the weirdest things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was, by the way, I yeah. do remember in the suburbs, not that it was like sitcom stuff, but, um, and I don't want to use this whole cliche, but the doors were just unlocked and you just kind of wandered in and out of 100%. everyone's houses and just got stuff and no one cared. And it was just, and, and it was also that, I know everyone's talked about this, but you got home from school at three o'clock and your parents were like, go out and when it gets dark, come back. That was it. And that was it. There was no way to communicate with you. They didn't know. Just go out and come back when it's dark. And it was great. And we yeah. will make this country great like that again. <laughs> we really will. I want kids wandering around at dusk. That's yeah. the first thing I want. We will. And I said it earlier in the show. We will get rid of that vermin. And we will get this country back where it belongs. Yeah. Are we just going to... 
Are we just going to keep podcasting and doing funny TikTok videos while this is happening? Like, <laughs> basically, like, like, it's everything that happened in the 30s is literally yeah. happening the same way. And we've always said, man, if that ever happens again, I'm going to stand. And right. we're all just like, we got to get another episode. I got to get the content out there, man. <laughs> Look, somebody's got to play the music while the Titanic goes yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's us. We're the, we're the yeah. violins. Well, we yeah, also, we, really are. We, we rant about it and then people are like, get back to the funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, sorry. Yeah, they, so the world's on fire. But no, we'll, yeah, we'll make our jokes. The one thing that made me very, very happy today, though, oh, this just happened. Oh, you um, got breaking news? I have breaking news. Hang on, hold that. Hold we that. We have that a thought. song for that. All right, Matt, you got breaking I news? I don't know why I went to me, but yeah, we don't have one for breaking news with guests. So. Correct. Oh, uh, well, maybe <laughs> get on. So I picked Matt at random. We should have just sung over it. <laughs> Pat and yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> I played again. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Patton. Patton. It's probably not really new. Right, now we can go. Oh, this is exciting. What happened? You're, and it made well, you happy. Uh, well, it is happy. Last week, uh, there was a big uh, hoo-ha on the, on the intranets because Warner Brothers just completely shelved this Roadrunner movie. Right. There was oh. a James Gunn movie, and then it tested through the roof, and it's supposed to be great, and they just did it as a $30 million tax write-off. Yeah. And there has been... So much pushback, not just from the internet, but from the people that worked on it. People are posting videos of, here's us doing the score. The score's great. Here's us. I can't believe that, like, there's been so much pushback, and now Warner Brothers is going to put it out. Oh, they are? They completely reversed. And I think that because of all the noise, I think this movie will do very, very well. And apparently it's supposed to be genuinely ingenious. Like, they took the idea of... And by the way, Roadrunner cartoons, the classic ones, are a great way... It's a great way to learn how to write a joke. Mm. Learn joke structure by watching a Roadrunner cartoon. Because they will do a setup where you're like, okay, it'll go this way, and they always find a way to have it go the way you do not see it coming. Mm -hmm. And it's just... And there's no... And it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. So... And James Gunn did it, so I, I just feel like it'll be more like Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse or yes. Barbie, something clever and weird rather mm-hmm. than just, you know. When will this come out, Pat? Well, I guess they're going to put it out next year. They haven't said the date yet, but they have announced we are unshelving it. We're putting it That's out. That's exciting. Now, what about the, what was the other one? Was it Batgirl? What was the other one yeah. they shelved? Batgirl, which, again, that was also awful. The movie, was, this movie was completed. It's done, and they just shelved it. Batgirl still had some reshoots, and I had a couple friends who saw the um, unassembled cuts, and they were like, yeah, there were some problems with it. However, they said Brendan Fraser plays the villain. Um, I believe he played the firebug or the, mm. and they said he was frigging brilliant. Mm. Like a genuinely new direction to go with villains and no one will ever see it. And they also, unlike in the Flash movie, uh, Michael Keaton's Batman is also in this one, but they use him correctly. They use him the way you should use yeah. him. And they go, it's amazing, and it really, really works. The The girl who plays Batgirl, they go, she's good. She does, you know, doesn't really pop off the screen because they don't really give her that much to do. Some of the action sequences are good. Some of them needed reshooting. But the fact that they went, oh, we got to reshoot stuff. We got to show all movies reshoot. Mm-hmm. So using that as an excuse didn't make any sense. Right. And But again... What, what drives me crazy right now is 
unlike a movie that came out and then ate it, but then found an audience 10 years later, like an office space, right. you know, literally, or even bigger, Idiocracy, which was so buried, they never cut a trailer for it. <laughs> it was never promoted. Mm. They tried to cut their losses by never cutting a trailer for it. And then, of course, it has a massive, it's part of our vernacular now. Yeah. Um, but now with all the digital streaming, a movie comes out, and if it doesn't immediately get an audience, it's not like the DVD is floating around that people can maybe watch yeah, and discover. Right. It's gone. Yeah. If they take it off the platform, it's gone. There was a movie that Disney Plus made called Craters. It was like a kids going into space thing or going to the moon, and it got mixed reviews, but some of the reviews were like, this is a really cool movie. And it's, it didn't do well, and it's off of the platform. You, it, it, no one will ever see it. Huh. It never happened. Why do they need to do so that? Which is so creepy. Yeah, why take it? Just leave it. Just leave it there, and if one person watches it, uh, hey, boss, somebody yeah. watched it. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, or, or just slowly let it get an audience. Yeah. You can find an audience that way. Yeah. The first Austin Powers didn't do well right. in theaters, but then the video rentals, yeah, yeah. it got that audience and then became huge. You know what it was for me growing up, and maybe it was the same for you, because uh, we're, we're close in age, mm -hmm. uh, was when it was released in the theater, Eddie and the Cruisers bombed, and then it moved to the dollar movie theater, and it became a huge hit. And, and then the became massive on HBO. On HBO. I, yeah, they showed it constantly, yeah. and then that made them do the sequel. Eddie Lives. Eddie Lives, yeah. That, Which is it, horrible, but I love it. Uh, yeah, but it was one of the, yeah, and it was, uh, what was it, the... the uh, Something, something in the Beaver Brown Band. John Cafferty. John Cafferty, the Beaver Brown Band. And it's Michael Paré is lip syncing to him. That's correct. Because then when you see actual um, John Cafferty, you're like, oh, yeah, that's why they had Eddie. <laughs> yeah, Paré. we can have that guy start a movie. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a nice man. Great voice. Okay. John Cafferty. Oh, my God. Wonderful a voice. Voice. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, the, the, the now so now that whole process of showbiz of you put something out and like, okay, it didn't do well now, but maybe down the road, they, they've taken that away from us. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and same with a lot of um, a lot of digital streaming platforms are just like, ah, just lose that album. We don't need like mm. leave it up there. How much is this costing you? Right. Nothing. Well, the thing we lost in the in the the ecosystem I grew up in was the the video store clerk who would be like, "You should you should check this out." Yes. Like you'd, oh, oh, like you return a movie and they're like, "Oh, if you like that, try this." Like, there's nobody doing that, and there, there's websites and blogs, but it's not really the same face to face. Yes, there's stuff. a couple of streaming platforms, um, especially Arrow Films and Shutter, do try to yeah. recreate the video store clerk, but I, it would be, one of these platforms needs to create a thing you can click on, and it's an actor or actress playing a video store clerk that's like, <laughs> oh, are you watching this? Okay, you need to check this out, because yeah. if you think this movie's fucked up, why do you watch this? Yeah. Like, if someone creates that character, That'd be cool. that will be, a, that'll be a feature that will get people to subscribe to the channel. Mm -hmm. Why don't you do that? With your, 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 You're the perfect person to do it, honestly. You have the right persona. And you've yeah. got the, the heat. <laughs> you got to make this happen. You got this Ghostbusters heat. Let's run with it. Didn't you make a you, Ghostbusters heat? <laughs> Let's go. No, no, it's this time. It's next, frozen. Yeah, the next one is oh, heat. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot what, if the heat miser yeah. was involved. This is no, no. This is, this is a cold miser. Ghostbusters versus cold miser. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, you're a horror guy. I well, right now. I mean, I've always loved horror films, but right now, horror films are really good. Like, there's all these young directors are are doing some of the best work I've ever seen for no money, and 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 it's a great way to like launch your career as a director. They're so, all there were some it. examples of that is uh, this guy over here is a big horror guy. Maybe oh, uh, um, did I did I just saw um uh 
when evil lurks or where evil lurks. That is next on my list to watch. Look at that. Holy crap. Um, yeah, that is a Argentinian director who also made a movie called uh, Terrified. And uh, you saw it, that? It, is a, yeah, it is a demon possession film mm -hmm. that um, starts off kind of lyrical and prosaic. And you're like, okay, I don't really. And then, oh, fuck, it goes <laughs> crazy. It's that That's amazing. And then there was one um, a couple of years ago uh, called The Sadness, which I believe was a Korean film or I, a Chinese film. I think it was Korean. But it's a Korean zombie picture. And... Uh, Again, uh, everyone that's all about, you know, I watch the most intense movie. Well, then watch The Sadness and see how you feel about oh, that. Oh, no. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. And then there's, okay, there's another film. This is okay. This isn't that recent. I think this came out in 2014 or 2016 called Anything for Jackson. Yes. Is that, wait, is that the Barbara Crampton one? No. No. no Barbara Crampton has a new one called <laughs> Suitable Flesh. Oh, it's yeah. great. Yeah. No. Anything. Okay, here's what I love about anything projection. Jimmy, you'll love this. Will I? Yes, you will. Okay. It is a genuinely frightening little Canadian movie made it clearly for like, looks like a hundred grand, but it looks great. It's like they know how to spend their money. Mm -hmm. And it basically, it's about two grandparents who really want their grandson back. His, their grandson has died and they will do anything to get him back anything oh, to get him back and it goes i won't say where it goes but wow is this movie scary so i watched it and it was um uh there's this writing directing team that did it and i'm like what else have they done and um i go on their imdb <laughs> so it's anything for jackson was the most recent thing one of the most intense horror movies i've ever seen but then they've made like 15 other films oh and I go on there, and it's a puppy for Christmas, <laughs> Grandpa's Christmas cabin. Right. But it's all these Canadian Hallmark Christmas movies. So it's all of these sweet little monkey in the middle, like these fun family movies. And then one of the most intense. I was like, "What the How fuck?" How did that happen? Yeah. And I and I got to know them through Twitter, and now we're friends. And they said, "Well, we had the script for anything for Jackson years ago. Nobody wanted to make it, but we had a friend that said, uh, i 'I'm doing this movie at the Hallmark uh, Canadian Hallmark Channel called Monkey.'" in the middle they need the script finished and they need someone that they can shoot it in like five days if you guys are willing to do it they went all right and they did it got a little bit of money did a great job and they're like do you want to do this and then they just kept doing these movies and saving their money until they had enough to make their horror movie wow. Love it. it's cool. but but their 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 imdb is so schizophrenic <laughs> where it's every sweet little a christmas miracle <laughs> and then anything for jackson which is so scary uh guaranteed you you've not seen this no but i do have it you you own it. I do own it. I have not seen it. <laughs> well, why don't you watch it tonight and report back to us on Thursday? Okay. And watch that and then Monkey in the Middle. And then uh, yeah. watch them back to back. Yeah. See if there's any stylistic uh, similarities. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> Love it. Are you a horror movie fan? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to be, and then they got a little... Uh, 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 saw like to me like they all, they all became it, it hostile did, you know yeah, I mean? it became like, torture porn rather than saying, rather yes. than scares um so uh but i want to know it settled something i'm not going to tell you any oh. where people land on this all right the most recent exorcist did you see it no all right then you can't help no uh, and and the reason i didn't see it once i saw that there's that line about i think it's ellen person is like we got to bring the whole like we got to make us a, a justice league of <laughs> yes. exorcists from all the world religions but it's like 
No, it's just the one demon from the one that that doesn't make any sense. Sir, like, I disagree. You need the Justice League. Oh, you need the this Justice is League. Older than religion, Patton. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I, and also, the ex, the first Exorcist is such a perfect film. The second one is god awful. The third one is flawed with a couple of genuinely. With Exorcist Three has one of the scariest moments oh. in a movie ever, and people still talk about it. Like it's it's actually, you know, the yeah. one I'm talking oh, about. Yeah, it's, absolutely it's, do. It's memed about. It's talked about. Wow. It is genuinely a oh fuck! I <laughs> almost shit my pants there. Wow. I wasn't. Yeah, it's pretty great, and I'll just and I'll let you leave you to discover it. But, Who's um, in it? Jeff Fahey? Uh, no. <laughs> George C. Scott. Oh, oh wow. Um, the Jason Miller from the original one. And <clears throat> Patrick Ewing. What? Wait, plays <laughs> an angel. Oh, no. That's not JR. That's am, am I, uh, I'm not making this up, am Patrick I? Ewing, the basketball I player. So. Basketball player. Wait, not Bobby Ewing, the guy from Dallas? <laughs> no, no. Oh, you're talking about it. That's <laughs> did his I real say, name. Did I say... Who did I just say? Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing. Oh, you said Patrick Ewing. My brain heard Bobby Ewing. Oh, my God. And that's a character on Dallas. Patrick Ewing. Oh, I heard it because of Patrick Duffy. That's why it all happened in my head. I'm an idiot. Jimmy. Georgetown University's own Patrick Ewing. Well, they shot it in D.C. so that he's in there. And then Fabio plays an angel. Deserves to be. What? It is the craziest cast. But there's a scary moment. But there is, again, there is a moment that is not just, and there's a scary moment. There is truly one of the scariest moments in a movie. Okay. And it's not related to Patrick Ewing's acting? No, no, no. It has nothing to do with <laughs> that him acting. That sounds pretty scary, too. <laughs> but yeah, it is a... It's worth. I would actually say it's one of those movies where that scene alone is worth watching. Worth it, watching the whole thing because you will you will scream out loud. Garen Cockle, do you own Exorcist Three over there in your collection? Uh, of course, yes. <laughs> All right, you may have to bring that in on Thursday. He okay. knows what I'm talking about too. Got the 4K. Right what? You want the 4K or the Blu-ray? Uh, Whoa, uh, Blu-ray, sir. I don't so need the damn. <laughs> I just okay. So d- your son does he like horror movies? He does not. Hates them with a passion. Really he does not care for them in any way. My daughter loves them, she but really? she is demanding to see stuff that's above her pay grade. Example: uh, She wants to see The Exorcist. She wants to see The Shining, and I'm like, there's a little too intense. But I did show her the original Halloween from 1978, which is great. which is not only is it great. Um, it's actually not gory. It's all very stylized. Right. Yeah. There's a half a second of bare boob. Um, but she watched it and thought it was actually kind of funny. <laughs> really? Because she's watching it through her 2023 yeah. eyes. Right. There's a scene in that movie. This is not meant to be a comedy scene. But by today's standards, it is. And she laughed so hard. It's when the hardware store has been broken into. And Jamie Lee Curtis and I think Nancy Loomis, her friend, pull up. And the sheriff is standing there. And they go, what happened? And he goes, someone broke into the hardware store. This is on Halloween day. And they both go, oh, my God. And he goes, no. They just stole some knives, rope, rubber masks. It's probably a kid playing a prank. And my daughter started laughing so hard. And she goes, yeah, someone stole a murder kid on Halloween. <laughs> no biggie. Yeah, no biggie. That's funny. Does she, your daughter have aspirations to get into comedy? Uh, no, she likes comedy, but I don't think she wants to be in the world. She likes watching comedy. Loves SNL, loves South Park, lo- all that stuff. But now I think she wa- she goes, she says, I want to be a journalist or a criminologist. Yeah. All right. But again, you know what? I wanted to be a journalist and a writer all through my teens, and it was so. Who knows? Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, a few uh, a few god awful day jobs, and maybe she'll get <laughs> once her spirit breaks, she'll get into comedy. <laughs> uh, but you don't want her to, right? No, I don't. 
drunk. <laughs> not the way not the way it's going now. No, I'd like I like her to stay away. It is interesting when you talk to people that are not in comedy, like I about Oliver. There's no question he's getting into this business based on oh his really personality. And I mean, Danielle, me, his grandfather. I mean, it's in his blood. He oh yeah, yeah, he's it. got yeah, he's uh, he's but, got the footlights in his eyes. <laughs> 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 but you talk to a person, just another dad, and I'm like, oh, well, he's talented. You want to be? I go, no, I don't want him to get into this. It's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's, I don't know about that. Right, you don't know about that. Yeah, you really don't. You only hear the success stories. You don't hear about right. all of the struggles and the failures and the people oh, who boy. don't make it. You know, the, yeah. you know, Pat and I, when we started comedy, driving 10 hours to suck at a gig, knowing what happens at that gig. I don't know if I want to know. But, like, my parents mm-hmm. didn't know what I did on the road. Right. I will know what my son's doing on the road, well, and I don't want that. That's one thing I actually feel bad for, for all the advantages that young comedians coming up have now, like the access to, you know, get your stuff out there, and you can kind of do DIY and build mm-hmm. your stuff the way that you want to build. There's a there's people that are filling stadiums now because of stuff they just built on Instagram, and, mm-hmm. and good for them. However, the one thing that they're missing that we did have is they don't have their time in the wilderness the way that we did, where right. no one's watching you, and you can really figure out your voice. Yeah. Now, everything's being recorded, and if you do something stupid early on your, in your career while you're still developing, and you get defined by that, mm-hmm. and that feels really unfair. Where it's like, give, I always tell young comedians, take advantage of the fact that no one gives a fuck about you right now. Mm-hmm. You don't know how powerful that is. Mm-hmm. You can get away with so much right now because no one's watching you. 100%. Yeah. yeah, enjoy not being watched because pretty soon you'll always be watched <laughs> and you won't be able to get away from it. Yeah. I always, I always say, go and bomb in the void. Yes. Oh, God, it's the best. Go at, I, I was taught, I was getting an interview one time and he, he called it, um, uh, developing new material goes you just got to get out in front of the potato skins I'm like that's exactly we got to get out in front of the potato skins where the potato skins are way more delightful than we are how do we how do I get the attention away from those wow that's how you learn get out in front of the potato skins love it yeah so uh, that was great guess what time it is uh oh hey, it's time for All right, Garrett sucks. Why do I feel like um, Jimmy has stingers for every possible <laughs> contingency? Like there's, there's stuff he hasn't even he's sitting on. Yeah. Like when they when the when the trumpet of Gabriel blows, we're like, <laughs> it's that Armageddon. <laughs> Everything's falling down. <laughs> it's the end. <laughs> Bing. With Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> With Jimmy. Pardo. Well, if somebody sends it in, we'll play it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's how it works. The fans send them in, and we have like hundreds of them now. So. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and we thank everybody for sending those in. Yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, just for the listener, uh, uh, Patton has a hard out. And of course, that means what, Matt? You have a hard on. That's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's why you have, if it seems a little rushed, uh, that's what's happening. We yeah, want to fit everything sorry. in yep. with, uh, with our great friend Patton here. Yeah. All right. Here's the, here's the topic. And again, uh, Patton, this is done uh, Final Jeopardy style. Ooh. Thanksgiving foods. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving foods. Mm-hmm. Now place your bets. Oh. You know, you are a, uh, you, your guest today is a second place celebrity uh, Jeopardy champion. I believe I knew that. I just wanted to mention that before we... Who'd you uh, lose to? Uh, I rightfully lost to uh, Ike... Ike Barinholtz. Barinholtz. Oh, where? This was recently. This, yeah. This and year. Was, who's the I, last year. Oh, is that Will Wheaton? Will Wheaton. I lost to Ike by $1. Yeah. Oh, crazy. boy. Yeah. That killed me. 
You got yeah. You could tell right away, like in the early rounds, he was a monster at that game, and so were you. Like you guys were killing it, but the, those those early rounds, there were some people who were like, "I'm just here to have fun." Yeah, and they just know, got really. squashed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, watch my cupcake show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who were the first two? Who were you on the first time with? It was. I was on with an, uh, this actress, and I'm blanking on her name. Very um. Uh, pretty Italian actress, and then a WNBA star. Oh, that's right. That was so unfair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and I remember there were a couple of people on Twitter going, "Yeah, you know, uh, uh, yeah, you won, but man, she'd crush you in basketball." And I'm like, "No, duh, <laughs> well, you got me." That's why I didn't challenge her in basketball, <laughs> dummy. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, you. Let's see you out on the court. No, let's not. <laughs> I know how that's gonna end. I, that, that guy got you, man. Oh, he yeah. really did. Oh, yeah. That Oh, that, upset you. He, that dude buried you, man. He buried you. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm going to bet. We bet? Yeah, make your bet. Right, make and then your bet. Here's, here's the question. Based on the right. available numbers. This is, uh, again, from Oliver Griffin Pardo. Uh, in 1705, again, the topic, Thanksgiving foods. Mm-hmm. In 1705, the town of Colchester, Connecticut, canceled Thanksgiving because they couldn't make what food? They couldn't make the food because the river had frozen over, making it impossible for them to access their import of liquid sugar. That's a, I guess there's some sort of a hint there. Yeah, that is a bit of a hint. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, uh, sh- this shall I read it again? In, this is in 1705? This is 1705, yeah. Okay. Uh, and in Colchester. Got it. Is that, you getting everything? Yep. They canceled Thanksgiving because they couldn't make what food? They couldn't make the food because the river had frozen over, making it impossible for them to access their import of liquid sugar. All right. Sugar. Let's take a break. Liquid sugar, yeah. And then let's... Uh, we'll jump right back in, yeah. Then we'll jump right back in. We'll take a okay. break. We'll be back okay. uh, right after this. Hey gang, Matt here with some dates for you. Patton Oswalt's on social media, at Patton Oswalt. Follow him there, follow him everywhere. Uh, follow his career as he uh, continues to do great things. Uh, I don't know what's up next. I know he's in the new Ghostbusters next year, so look forward to that uh, when it comes out. But yeah, support Patton Oswalt. He's fantastic. And then Jimmy Pardo can be supported. Uh, you can see him at Flappers doing uh, another uh, YooHoo Room show on the 25th. That's the weekend after um, Thanksgiving. Uh, and then... Uh, the 9th of December, he's hosting Pop Culture to the UCB Theater again. Another stellar lineup. Paul F. Tompkins, Chris Grace, and Martha Kelly will be there. So get your tickets for that. That's going to be phenomenal. And then uh, Jimmy's Virtual Flapper show is on the 15th of December. You can be anywhere in the world and join that show. Uh, just go to flapperscomedy.com for tickets to that. Oh, one more thing. We are doing our next audio live stream for uh, tiers 2 and higher of the Platinum. Uh, we're doing that on the 22nd of November, 11 a.m., uh, you know how it works. You can call into the show at the end and uh, chat with us, and that'll be fun. So if you're in Tier 2 or higher, or if you want to be a part of that, join up and uh, sign up for the Platinum at Tier 2 or higher, and uh, listen to us as we record. Enjoy. Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something, and then Matt responds. And it's very, very, never enough, funny very brand. Very organic. Uh, very organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson <laughs> doing Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Uh, Look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and they do. Yes. And, uh, 
look, I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, if that was your your passion. It's not mine. No, it's, I don't, it's not mine either. So My passion's the opera. <laughs> Obviously, we all know that. Okay, I just want to make from, sure. From longtime listeners know that you love the I opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates that's exactly right by the way we have tickets for the opera coming up i'm gonna hire somebody to go in my place <laughs> uh that is my passion my passion for the opera is to avoid it yeah uh ziprecruiter.com slash pardo ziprecruiter.com slash pardo z-i-p-r-e-c-r-u-i-t-e-r.com slash pardo ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire hey sometimes you find yourself uh, the, the wall that's uh, missing a couple of bucks yeah. now, who did somebody steal it or what's going on over there it doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks money might be a little tight that's where earn in comes in matt yeah earn in Earnings there if you got a last uh, minute uh, gift for a loved one an expect uh, unexpected trip to the vet i've seen a lot of that on uh, uh social media by the way people saying oh i had to spend the night at the at the pet vet yeah people like using the phrase pet vet even though vet covers pet i mean what other are you, are you at the wild animal vet yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier oh okay uh i, I think people I, I think they like the sound of pet vet it does sound fun it is fun to say i get it uh but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun so uh, that's a good point yeah why are they yeah. why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue you know capricious say <laughs> uh now listen this is it, here's the important thing Earnin is there because the, the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going oh good I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have that's where Earnin jumps in yes uh, Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to hundred dollars a day up to seven hundred fifty dollars per pay period yeah so it gives you a little goose if you need it yeah it's but you're you're making the money by going to your job and working every day they're just saying hey we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives that's exactly right now over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like when I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind that's what they're saying they say it like that yeah i would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement no, these, these are people that uh you, you know when they're giving a testimonial they're caught off guard and they're, then they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone exactly these are right. not professional these broadcasters like we are yeah, they, they they sound stilted but that's real that's genuine thank you man again it gives them peace of mind <laughs> uh hey download earning today that is spelled e-a-r-n-i-n and that's in the google play or apple app store when you download the earning app type in never not funny under podcast please when you sign up it'll help the show Let's them know who said to you there, who directed you there. Once again, put in Never Not Funny under podcast. Subject your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Earnin. It's your money. Get it now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program, episode 3312. Uh, it's time to go around the horn and get it. Oh, here we go. Patton likes the drops. Oh. Damn. Yes, your listeners are talented. Yes, yeah. right? what the hell? Yeah, yeah, we're very lucky. Wow, we're right. very lucky. All right, as a reminder, Thanksgiving foods is the topic in 1705. The town of Colchester, Connecticut, canceled Thanksgiving Thanksgiving because they couldn't make what food? They couldn't make the food because the river had frozen over. Uh, making it impossible for them to access their import of liquid sugar. We check in with Garrett Cochran's over at the Pop Culture Museum Info Desk, sponsored by Kennedy Todd Tees. Head over to KennedyTodd.com. Use code PARDO, and you're going to get, uh, what is it, free shipping? Is that what's happening? I think 15% off. 15% oh, off. No, yes. My apologies. Better. Uh, Lemon Ice Designs is where PARDO gets you free shipping. Correct. 
Uh, anyway, we're bottom line, we're looking out for you, right? We're yeah. trying to save you some money. <laughs> sure. Yeah. We're the heroes. Um, Garen, what's your guess on this? Um, I just went with cranberry sauce. Cranberry, cranberry sauce. sauce. Now, that's mm. on the table, isn't it? Sure. Yep. At mm-hmm. all Thanksgiving. Maybe not, but they don't have any liquid sugar. You're not in 705, my man. Yeah, no. We'll find out together, mm-hmm. won't we? Mm-hmm. We will. Uh, all right, let's go over there to the Enlightened One. That's Hogberg behind Video Village. Uh, had a busy weekend over there with the pop cultured. Uh, mm-hmm. But what is your answer, sir? So I have an idea of what this liquid sugar might be, but I feel like you don't cancel unless something major isn't happening. So I'm going to go with glazed ham. Glazed oh, ham. Oh, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. <clears throat> you don't you don't cancel for cranberry sauce. I, I don't mm-hmm. think so. Or the other thing I had in my head. Yeah, so or I, what I wrote down. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Glazed ham's a good answer. Mm. Matt? I also said cranberry sauce. You also said cranberry no. sauce. I don't even know if it dates back that far. It's a, That's a pretty it's a long time oh, it's ago. Oh, it's been around since the 1700s. Okay. About it. Yeah. I couldn't think of anything else that would need sugar of any kind. But I then I thought, like, I've made cranberry sauce. I don't use liquid sugar. Why, mm-hmm. why would it have to be liquid? Like, and in fact, sugar. I would even wager that in the 1700s, they didn't even bother with sugar. Like, yeah, it's Thanksgiving. It's you should be thankful. Yeah, just it's your cranberries. cranberries. <laughs> yeah, mush up your berries. <laughs> Patton, what'd you say? Uh, the liquid and liquid sugar was, uh, th- for some reason, made me think they could not. And I just wrote down rum slash alcohol. They couldn't brew any alcoholic oh, beverages. Okay. They needed that for the brewing process. That's, that's what they didn't have. All that's right. smart. That's... Can't get drunk while I have Thanksgiving. And that <laughs> very, very much sounds like an 18th century thing. Like, very much. No oh, booze? Yeah. Fuck no, this. No, we're, not doing <laughs> we're getting together. We have to actually talk to each other? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I went with yams slash sweet potatoes. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Because uh, uh, those will sometimes be sugary. Sure. Not sometimes. Yeah. That's yeah, the whole point of them. You definitely have to put some. Hmm. All right. Let's find out the answer. I feel like... Patton has got it, but you think it's the brew? I think you got it. Well, we'll find out. Let's find out together. Uh, here we go. I go right back to this because <laughs> because I was basing it on molasses, mm-hmm. and but it, molasses is used in um, isn't it used in, in making booze? That's exactly well, that's exactly my point. I yeah, booch. Yeah. 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 Well, I got uh, news for you. Nobody gets it. Oh, oh okay. They canceled Thanksgiving <laughs> in 1705 because they could not make pumpkin pie. I was, oh, I was wow. one. I wrote down shoe fly, shoe fly pie because I thought that was a molasses-based thing. What the I fuck didn't is know the matter with for you? some reason. <laughs> I don't know why I thought this, and this is so dumb, but I just like didn't think they had pumpkin pie that far back. Hmm. Like, they had pumpkins back then. I know they had pumpkins, but I don't. <laughs> I fact, can't see anyone putting, right. like, hey, we should make a pie out of this gourd. Like, <laughs> so, that was later down the line. Pat, and I will encourage you to watch uh, Tasting History with oh. Max Miller. Uh-huh. Uh, I believe, yes, because uh, the, the pumpkin was so intrinsic <clears throat> to the early settlers' survival. Oh. That mm, uh, they made everything. E- easy yeah. to grow. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Wow. Uh, well, what's more interesting is now we have to, we place oh, it on the I'm wager. I'm so mad now. Comes down to the bet. Oh, God, uh, this is brutal. Yep. Right. Garen, what'd you bet? 14. 14, oh. Elliot. Well, you beat me, I got 18. 18, Matt. 10. 10, I went with 16, Patton. 17. Hey. 17. Oh, that means Matt Belknap wins. Yeah. Yes, it does. Wow. Lucky Where's me. <laughs> is there a song or are you just going to? <laughs> <laughs> I had to press a button. Wait, come on. That was so anti <laughs> There's a song. There's like, there's, and the song something. just kind of plays while Can't we're we? talking. <laughs> Herbal trivia can, can, I, can I admit, by the way, that one of the one of the double clutches that I do is that wait, do I play that song if you win because you got it wrong? Because I think we had a conversation about that at one point, whether or not we played the song. Well, there has to be something. Yeah, like Patton said, it just it doesn't feel right if no song plays. Oh, what is this? Plus he did he did win. 
Well, technically, yeah, but there has to be. Can there be a song? Can, okay, I'm talking to the listeners now. Can there be a song for like, um, Shut like that down? <laughs> this is the song that he's asking for. But now I'm begging you to stop. Yeah, it. you're. you're yeah. No, I mean a song for someone who wins but without getting the right answer. Like, it's an, in other words, it's an empty victory. Oh, we do sure. have that. Oh, that is okay. Never mind then. Never mind. Give me a little taste. Let me hear empty victory. <laughs> well, wait. I think that's this, right? Isn't that this? This this is supposed to be played before we find out. Who yeah, won. no, that's a good point. Oh. This is it comes down to the bet. I mean, we had that thing with the um, the rocky road. Yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> there has to be one about I've won, but I won in a yeah by, by not I won by losing the least. It should, so, it should be in, it should be insulting to the winner. Basically, yes, exactly. <laughs> it should be based oh, on you know whatever what, the you know what's insulting to the winner. Play that rocky road. <laughs> <laughs> that poor guy. Somebody I, sent I that know, in. I apologize. I shouldn't have. It, it should it. be based on whatever the theme song is from White Man Can't Jump. You know, they do the thing where whenever you win, you, you sometimes when you win, you lose. Yep. Uh-huh. Wow, what a pull. <laughs> White Man Can't Jump is such a good movie. That's a great movie. It is so underrated that the stuff at the beginning, just the banter between Woody and Wesley feels so natural. I mean, they're out in the hot sun. They're doing multiple takes. They've got to play basketball. And and it all just feels like they're riffing off off the top of their heads. It's so good. I thought you were talking about the remake, but that's cool. (laughs) I did not watch the remake. No, of course not. No point in watching it. Was that a... Uh, they remade the movie, but there's also a series, right? No, no, they, that was it. They did it as a series. Oh, oh my apologies. Okay, okay. Yeah, I did that, not know so that. So the new thing is... The, most, of these, most of these nostalgic grabbing, oh, we're doing this series again, they just... Uh, and then there's the one exception that so proves the rule because it's so friggin' good is um, Cobra Kai. Yeah. Cobra Kai is the example of how to do that. It's unwatchable, but I can't <clears throat> turn away from it. Oh, I think it's amazing. <laughs> you and I are going to fight. I <laughs> love that. Oh, no, make no mistake. I love it. Really? I just think it's... Uh, uh, eh. Oh, I love it. I think <laughs> it's brilliant. I've lost interest. And it also, it is such a commentary on how we are all dying from nostalgia. We're all just deciding to, because of the internet, you can live in the era you want to live in. Mm. You can program it so you only hear music from a certain era. Yes. Only you can, I have friends like, I just watch me TV. I watch the comfort shows I watched growing up. I don't know what's going on. Like, you can... You can you can uh, curate your own world and not uh, engage with reality at all for no. And it doesn't. I used to be something like, in the future, billionaires will be able to curate. Their, no, everyone can do that now. You don't need money to do that. They made sure that's the first thing they made sure you could do to keep your mind off all the other crap that's going on. <laughs> There's stuff going on. It's the modern Coliseum. <laughs> There's, some problems. There's some problems going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I let me be clear. I I I enjoy Cobra Kai. We all love I it. love it to death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but like everything, it's got some issues, and I like to talk to <laughs> makers about it. I like to sit down with them and walk them through it. Is there another? There's not another season coming. I think yes, there, there is. is. Yeah. Oh, the cliffhanger! They just up. left yeah. the thing on. Every season is like, oh, so this will be the wrap up. And they're like, no, no, they're not even ready to no. go to the tournament yet. When is this tournament going to? Yeah, happen? but this one, they left it on a genuinely dark moment. Which yeah. one was? Refresh my memory of uh, it. it the, well, all I'll say is it ends with Crease. Um, who is in jail, and they make it look like he's been stabbed to death in jail, but he is not. He has faked his death and is now leaving jail. And he's it's 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 going to be like a Cape Fear thing. Yeah. He's coming after it's, Daniel now. It's General Hospital. Like, it, it's, it is, <laughs> and I can't now. I understand soaps. I get it. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It uh, make no mistake. I will binge it. 
and mm-hmm. watch it in a day and a half. By the way, I um uh was was right. I was working on a show before the pandemic, and my and the writing offices were uh, in this building, the old ABC building, kind of in Los Feliz, mm-hmm. and and in that building, the top floor are where our writing offices were, but then the bottom floors, the the three floors below were done up as hospitals. And that's where they film ER and Gray's and General Hospital. It's just the same. And if you would, sometimes you would be going down at the end of the day and someone would be hopping on and you look and it's just a, a hospital. Right. <laughs> but it's just where they shoot hospital scenes. And they also rent it out for like any any <clears throat> movie where there's a scene in a hospital that they think, oh, we're going to shoot cool. it there. That's cool. Somebody built that and said, they got to shoot stuff in hospitals. Let's right. rent this thing out. <laughs> and they're making money. They're yeah. doing good. Uh, Wait, let me, I, gotta, I just remembered. I got to ask you something about Cobra Kai. Oh, here we go. I, this, this was, and maybe you've answered this. I don't remember. You wrote a thing on your website yes, a million years ago. Yes. That was basically like this really funny little short story about what happened to the guy who played Johnny. <laughs> yeah. And then the, I, the, the Johnny Lawrence story. Yeah. And uh, is it, it might even still be on the internet. You can probably find it somewhere. Someone read it. There's a audio version of it where basically I say that he, he it's the same guy that's in just one of the guys and back to school and then he ends up as the gimp in Pulp Fiction <laughs> right right and that's his trajectory and I've met William Zabka since then yeah um, and because my wife did a movie with William Zabka Which that one? they shot for two weeks and then the money ran out but they shot two weeks of it mm-hmm. where he's a baseball player and she's his girlfriend and I keep telling <clears throat> the Cobra Kai people have a flashback scene <laughs> where he talks about well after high school I went to Arizona to play baseball for a little bit and that didn't work out and then people are like this is the best CGI I've ever <laughs> how did they do this but they apparently can't get the hold of the footage but oh, that would wow. be so surreal be if they pulled that off yes but yeah, she, and she's, a, and by the way, William Zabka, Academy nominated uh, film director. Oh, for what? Sir? Short film called The the Gift. Wow. Oh, oh I remember that, that, that movie? No, no, I, I not a movie. Short film. I, that's what I, was I didn't see it, but I remember it being in the nominees. Uh, the nominees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, but I was going to ask you, like, you know, the guys who created Cobra Kai. Yes, I do. So like, did they read that or did, did have you ever talk they to them? They read about that, that, but they're like, we can't use this. It's so dark. <laughs> yeah. It just no. felt like maybe that was a spark of inspiration somehow. But. No, no. I think they had a whole other idea. I mean, years ago, Brian Posehn and I had an idea for a Karate Kid movie set now with older Johnny Lawrence. Mm-hmm. And our, but our plot was... Johnny Lawrence, it's 30 years down the road. He's bitter. He's burned out. His life is, you know, in the shitter. And he's like, I'm going to find Daniel LaRusso and I'm going to kick his ass just to get my. And he finds Daniel LaRusso. And Daniel LaRusso is even more pathetic than he is. He peaked in high school with that championship, never did anything better. He's still pining for um, Allie. So then Johnny Lawrence has to pretend to be Daniel's friend to build him back up so that then he can destroy him. And it was this whole. But the way they do. The, the series, I think, is so much better because they leave yeah. it open, especially all the generational stuff with the yeah. new kids. And you're seeing the old bully and the old, quote-unquote, good kid are realizing, well, wait a minute, that's all changing now, and mm-hmm. maybe it's... Mm-hmm. So I just think the show's brilliant. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I, yeah. I, I can't get enough. All right. Uh, we have to pay him some money. Yes, we oh! And we do this Joker's Wild style, which means that he's going to put his hand out. We're all going to count to five by fives. <laughs> <laughs> Are yeah. we ready? Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. And, and five. five. Thank you very much. Wow. Let's put Patton as the third person to understand how that works. Yeah. And, oh, and, wow. And the first person to enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when everyone else just like glare at you. What the they hell was like, this? Why is this happening? What, what's going on uh, here? And the, or they'll come in like right now. Five. <laughs> 
Um, Patton, a joy. It is. This was a race of a show. Yeah. I lo- I'm gonna, listen. An amazing race. Please have me back, and I will make sure. I just, I just flew in from Madison yesterday. I have a million things to do at home. Yes, I want to come in. We can just sit and shoot the shit about music yes. and movies, yeah. and you're because you're still very much. It's weird. I'm doing a lot of uh, gigs at the city wineries now, mm-hmm. and city wineries. There are a lot of the acts that you like, those '80s acts that you realize they're still out there. They're still doing good. Like the night before, I was at a city winery, I believe in St. Louis. The Fix was playing. Love it. I if I'd known that, I would have come in a day <laughs> early and watched The Fix. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know they were there. Like I would have Do totally it. seen them live. They are. I saw them at the Canyon Club before the pandemic. Uh, they had an album out called uh, Beautiful Friction. And it was my favorite album of the year. Wow. And they're amazing live to this day. Yeah. They're great. I would imagine they are. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all those guys were competent, you know, club acts that blew up that got you got so good in the clubs. Like, yeah, give them an album. And they mm-hmm. knew how to do it. Yeah. 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 Yes. Uh, we got to go. Okay. What are you Sorry doing? about that. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, before you got here. Oh. Uh, thank you, Elliot. Before you got here, I got a letter. Uh, and I get these because uh, I had a baseball card. Tops made a baseball card of me. And I, so I'm now on the list where I'm the dummy that will sign if you send me stuff. <laughs> and uh, so this guy, Bruce from Terre Haute, Indiana, uh, doesn't know who I am at all. Right. He just, uh, he and his uh, church group, are uh, they collect autographs. <laughs> and they are asking me to sign an autograph and send it back. And I think it'd be funny. Uh, if oh. you're willing, for I'll sign one, and then you can, so they get an oh, autograph from an actual celebrity. <laughs> you then, know what? You know what, Jimmy? One thing yeah. leads to another. Hey, hey, that's the fix. There you go. So will you do that? Uh, yes. Okay. Are you kidding? All right, so we'll sign those awesome. off. That's here. beautiful. That guy's going to open it up and go, Jimmy, part of Jimmy. Pat Oswald, that's a name I know. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the new Ghostbusters. Yeah, he's going to be very excited. I think he's going to call his other uh, church-going seniors. He's, he's, and then he's I'm going to get flooded with stuff. Well, maybe. But <laughs> this is going to end that competition, though. It's it's going to basically be like, oh. it's over. He's going to come in and drop a microphone on the Boom. floor. Yeah. Look at this, motherfuckers. He's going to drop an Oswald. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Pat and a joy. Thank you. Thank you, Jimmy. And yes, you're welcome back anytime. You know yes. that. Great. Uh, hey, awesome. everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for supporting the show. Uh, certainly do appreciate it. Uh, so that's it. On behalf of the Pop Culture Beats, look over there. There's Garen Cockrell. Behind Video Village, Elliot Hoper, the Honcho Matt Belknap, our friend Pat Oswald. I am Jimmy Pardo. We will see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny, a sag After podcast, is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2023, Never Not Funny, LLC. find cars like these on auto trader new cars used cars electric cars maybe even flying cars okay no flying cars but as soon as they get invented they'll be on auto trader just you wait auto trader